0: All right, guys, welcome to the episode. we got another fun one here with uh, Ryan, Bob, and Jimmy. Jimmy's here with me? Yes, sir. Yay. Um, So we got a fun one. We're talking a little bit of barbecuing, and we're doing a uh, when you recap. we got a few uh, good things we're talking about. So enjoy this episode, but we want to take a quick second and talk about our sponsor again, Fishing Complete, Inc. Jimmy's got a quick story he wants to tell of... Uh, crushing it on some fishing complete plastics
1: yeah it was really cool um so for christmas my son got this little pool little little toy fishing pole from like fisher price it's not a real fishing pole by any means um but he's been getting interested and he just turned four in uh may 12th and he wanted dad to take him fishing so i went to the closest store and i bought him a little paw patrol fishing fishing pole and I hooked up a ned rig with a baby bass pintail, a little baby pintail there, and we just started crushing it. He caught his very first bass, his very first fish, and it was a bass yeah. which was cool, it was a largemouth bass which was awesome. And uh we were just, you know, he did really good. We we maybe fished for about like probably between like 45 minutes and an hour and he caught like six or seven fish and he was at, a baby
0: bass color pintail on a ned rig.
1: Yep. So, dude, and he hit it like like I could see it in the water because it was kind of shallow, yeah. and I was and I, as soon as it hit the water, it, that thing just hit yeah. it, and and I was like, "You gotta reel it in, son, quick!" And <laughs> by by like the fifth fish, my son started reeling it in by himself, and I, I, if I tried to help, he'd go, "No, dad, let me do it, let me do it." So that's, it was awesome. A smile lasts a long time. I'll never forget it, and yeah. thank God I filmed it too. So yeah. that's cool
0: that's cool yeah so um that's the uh, the pintail worm that we have talked about over and over and over and again get it on fish use code terrible all capital letters and save 20% on that if you haven't used that you got to try it um i stopped by the shop today uh, i was talking to tom and greg and those guys and checking out some of the newer stuff that they're adding to the website Ooh. they got some cool stuff so i'll tell you on the side jimmy but nothing uh i can release yet but they got some cool things coming out there so can't wait yeah make sure you check their website out um again michigan-based company right out of canton michigan so let's support michigan-based that's why we're partnered up with them and yeah save yourself a little bit of money code terrible fishing this is keith stand from pike smearing outdoors and you're listening to the
2: terrible outdoorsman podcast We're probably going to mess up. We're going to cuss here and there. If I'm not catching anything, I might as well not be catching a muskie.
0: Becky Rick,
3: we got weights and fish!
2: Danny Irvin with Fishing Complete. You're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Mr. Green Jeans, that's a humble bumble. Hi, this is Spencer Berman from Spencer's Angling Adventures, and you're listening to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast.
0: Snort.
2: Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman Podcast. Got Ryan Caw, your host. Yo, yo, yo! What up for show? Bob Tastic.
1: Jimmy Dalmage, hi. <laughs> hi.
0: Jimmy Tastic, hi.
1: Jim Tastic, Jimmy back
0: on the podcast after a month hiatus.
1: Yeah, I was banned, if I remember correctly.
0: No, you were just always too busy. Yeah, that's, he that was is trying true. to become a monk. You're In occupied Nepal. with other things that were obviously more important than the podcast. Have you been on since uh, Bob chewed your ass out on the podcast?
1: No. I don't uh, think you have. <laughs> I have not. When did I chew his ass out? Well, yes, not with you guys, though. We did the Lakes Area Bait Shop. Oh, yeah. But, uh, Remember the beginning of the podcast, you gave him all
2: kinds of shit because he couldn't make it that night?
1: Yeah, you said I was done because I dropped glass. Oh, yeah,
2: that's right. I was like, was hey, like just ago. wanted to let everybody know we have an opening <laughs> on the podcast because Jimmy's been fired.
1: I had to actually, funny story, Um, I had to take my kid to urgent care because I didn't do a good enough job cleaning up glass and he got glasses foot, so...
2: Oh my oh it, the, it was the story extends. He was playing Grand Theft Auto 15 minutes after he told us he cleaned up a dish.
1: Now that is true. And, and that, that and true. that's
2: where I said, "Oh hell, no." Like yeah, To whatever.
1: be fair, I was playing Grand Theft Auto before the dish thing and the Xbox just stayed on. But but yes, I see I I, I gave a really pickings. I gave a really 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 lame excuse. And honestly, hindsight looking back, you know, I could have just said I don't want to come. And uh, I didn't. I I I chose to tell a version of the truth that was uh, not good. You should have just said. I should have just said I I can't go. Uh, I don't. I don't. You should have just been like, bro,
2: I have a Velociraptor in my front yard, (laughs) and they're super fast. I cannot get to my car. I'm stuck here, guys. Please
1: help. But I'll eat crow on that. It was a it was a lame
2: excuse. So.
1: But I'm back um for now until you know my next lame excuse but
2: Jimmy's back.
1: So what's going on boys? How I are you?
0: again. Oh, you know. We're uh, just living the dream. L I V I N.
1: Just hanging out being cool.
0: Yep. Yep, living the dream. You know, me. Recording yeah. podcasts. That's how we roll. You so know.
1: Yeah. Out here spreading the
2: truth. 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 Spreading the truth.
1: truth. Yeah. So uh Pitney's uh, Yeah,
0: to one. Jimmy, Uh-oh. move the mic a little bit away from your face. All right. Because now you're like eating it. You go from it being too far from you to now you're eating it. It's this mic stand, man. It's really nice. It is. Now that daniel Song's not here, you uh, can use the mic stand. He feels so privileged. Jesus. Yeah. yeah it's
1: overwhelmed. Uh, He's overwhelmed.
0: daniel Song yeah. couldn't make it. Jason couldn't make it. So we're just doing it, three of us.
1: I think they both dropped glass in their kitchen.
0: They probably did. That's, that's likely. We should yeah. text them and see if they both dropped glass. Yeah. Did
1: you guys drop glass? <laughs>
0: I understand, you know, like I mean, yeah, yeah,
1: it's a big deal. What
0: did, uh, somebody responded with something that we couldn't make something. Cause we dropped a plastic bowl or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, That was
0: funny. I dropped a plastic bowl so I can't, <laughs> I dropped can't a show. stack of paper plates and they went everywhere. I can't go. <laughs> oh, yeah. that was kind of the
2: picture. They're like the picture I had in my head. Like I've dropped, and broke a lot of glasses in my day. Like I'm very experienced human. Every time. <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh, I broke a glass. I'll sweep this up real quick. Maybe run the vacuum over it. Maybe yeah. even run a mop over. It. I'd probably do all that in about ten minutes.
1: Every time you guys gave me, so we have a group chat, and every time you guys gave me shit, like it would, it would get me a certain type of way, and I would look at it and I'd go, "Good, but goddamn it, I deserve this though." Like they're right. <laughs> <laughs> so like I'd be like, Jesus, they're fucking with me, but I deserve it. I just so you I'd had every to every know it was this. coming. Too. Yeah,
2: no, I did. Like we, because we give you shit for like the the smallest stuff even yeah. so worse than that yep yeah,
1: yeah. no i got better it, but it's okay excuses. we
2: kind of fairly we i mean we we kind of give <sighs> each other shit about just about everything it's know. fair it's a pretty volatile <laughs> group text it is it's great
1: i usually don't check <coughs> it, it till through like, the day it
2: goes off so often throughout the day that i don't check it i have a silence then. i can't it's active yeah. when
1: i sleep i usually wake up and have to get caught up yeah, I, I yeah.
2: Ch- well, I, I don't know. I think Dan stays up really late or something he does. because, it, like, I'll get text at like midnight, yeah, I'm like, hey,
1: most sh- nights, check
2: out this shooting thing. And I, like, I have to have a silence because it, just, bro, it's too late for that. Like,
0: Somebody will get going on a tangent, and like you got five different people responding, and it's just like
2: bling, 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 bling.
0: I'm like, oh, fuck this! And we,
1: for whatever reason, we we have a tendency where we like each other's comments and shit too. And you get a oh, notification. Oh yeah, not only do you re- do you reply to the <laughs> comment, hearts. but you
2: you. uh uh, what what's the fucking thing? You re- emphasize. You, re- you really emphasize yeah. that. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for emphasizing. Thanks for emphasizing my text, bro.
1: I'm gonna God. start doing that with every single text. I remember I did it to you. Yes, you went back. You, you I even disliked. Went- I thumbs down to everything scrolled, he said. You even scrolled up and got some old
2: ones too. <laughs> yeah, it was like three weeks ago. I'm I'm disliking Jimmy's text. I was like, damn. <laughs> Well, now well, that's done and so, over with. So funny. Well, the thing about it is I've got like six group texts I'm on, between family stuff. I got one with my wife and kids. I got one for work. I got one for y'all. I got one, I got one with like my parents and stuff. And like, well, just remove these yourself group- from those groups like you do ours. Oh my! <laughs> Best thing I ever did, man. Yeah, I, I for didn't like even three
1: know you, days, I didn't even know you left it. That was the funny nobody
2: part. noticed. <laughs> nobody noticed me at all. Ryan no. all of a sudden well, was he, like, he "Hey," he so rarely responds like weird- to anything. I'm like, eh. It was, so it, it was a week later. Ryan's like, "Hey, did you remove yourself from the group text?" Like in a separate text, and I was like, "Dude, you're just not figuring this out." <laughs> That's
0: like, yeah. how
1: little he actually. Yeah, they dared to me, shit. so I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so, oh, because of the creed picture. Yeah, it was, oh, I said
0: the, the Jesus creed picture. Yeah, the Jesus yeah. creed
2: picture. I said, if you guys post this shit on social media, I'm, I'm leaving the group text. I'm leaving the group or something like that. And next thing you know, I saw a, like notification on Facebook. Jimmy posted whatever. I was like, I'm out. See ya. I'm Delete for uh,
1: I almost got. See you. I almost ordered one uh, One of those things that go on your wall with that on there, with, oh with that God. logo. You, you should get should some stained glass with that thing on there. Dude, That's that thing sweet. is so funny. It's my wallpaper at work. Stained my glass laptop. creeps me
0: out. Anywho. <laughs> so, Jimmy, you haven't been on in a month. Uh we're gonna get into our Winya trip, but besides that, what the fuck you been doing?
1: Did you just throw a sock? What was that? <laughs> no, I just threw a rubber worm across the room. I
2: play with it. I've been I've been playing with that fucking thing for like six months. Say, like, I, I got to get rid
0: of it. I gotta would, get I'm sorry. Would is that you a ask? Happy sock or a sad sock? It was stiff. <laughs>
2: whatever it was, a, it was a musky rubber worm. That fucking thing was huge. <laughs> the
1: cat's checking oh it out. God. The cat's freaked out. Like, what the hell was that? Would you ask me? I'm sorry. <laughs> what the fuck you been doing?
0: Yeah, you but you've been back in a month. Besides Winya, we're gonna get into Winya. What mm-hmm. the fuck you been doing? Stuffing goldfish up your I, ass. Well you know, I mean that's it's better I than weights doing? and fish. You're sucking goldfish up ass. I've been I, so I've done a lot
1: of fishing this year, um, which is cool. I've been on the river a few times, hit a couple limits with walleye. Went out with um, Jerry. Yep, yeah, went out with Jerry a few times. Well, every time I went fishing, it was with her. Um. So thank you for that. Um. I took my little boy fishing. Um. He just turned four on May twelfth, and right before he turned four, he wanted dad to take him fishing. So we, you know, I I got so excited. I rushed to the store. I got him a little Paw Patrol, uh, um, fishing rod like we mentioned kind of in the intro of this episode. Um, and we just started fishing. Like I, I took him to Milford Mill Pond, and we were throwing started out with a bobber and a worm you know because you know the tried and true you know at least let's get him let's get him on some bluegills and stuff like that and you know the bumpies the bumpies and he had so much fun dude he got so excited when like it took him a minute to realize that he's got the he's gotta let that bobber sit for a second but as soon as I was like okay reel it in he's like breathing hard reeling it in like like getting tired and everything finally gets it in it's a fish it's a fish and like and I go, what kind of fish is that? He goes, I don't know. You know, it was it was it was really cute. Um your dad doesn't know either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What 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 is that? It's a pumpy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a thing. Um, but yeah, no, he caught like uh I want to say he caught It's alligator shad. He caught like four four bluegill. Nothing nothing impressive, you know, just you know what you would expect on a little Zebco pole. But he caught three or four bass. He caught like two rock bass and a couple uh largemouth bass. And you know, um it was when I decided to go a little bit like we went from because it kind of turns into a little river there, like it drains into a river. I took him to where it the the pond itself was, and I was like, let's throw a Ned rig a little deeper and just kind of pop it around a little bit. As soon as I threw it in the water, a largemouth hit it. It wasn't a big one, it was like maybe six inches or so. But man, it was he Loved it reeling that thing in. It was not one, I was one proud dad, let me tell you. So, that's it the best,
2: best way to get kids into it is take them to like a stocked pond type thing, let them, you know, or a golf course pond, yeah, and get them like on that. fish to
0: keep them interested, right? right.
2: Yeah, you know, when my when my daughters were like five, that was the first place I took them. Was, I took them to Dan hoss's pond,
0: yeah,
2: and uh, let them get on some of them yep. big stocked with they're like fed with feed, like green, yeah. like, <laughs> like dog food type of shit they throw yeah. in the pond, you yeah. know. And he he went, you have there bluegills
0: and, ever on I man, that's like a foot long, like, yeah. They're like unbelievable dude. bluegills. Then he had albino catfish in there, yeah. And I'd always go over there as a kid with an ultralight. My dad would go over there and like hang out and drink beers, and I'd go right to that pond with an ultralight and just go out there and cast lures or whatever. And like, you catch a catfish. You know, two-foot catfish on that thing on a fucking ultralight man was that a fight oh my yeah. god i gotta
1: tell you guys something this and he was... wouldn't
0: let you fish in that unless you cut the barbs off you had to like squeeze the barbs on your hooks so you all could right pop them off real easy huh. which was fine but um yeah some of the bluegills and the bass he had in there were really nice that was fun like i remember as a kid like definitely got me into to fishing by catching them there
1: when i went when i was fishing with uh with jerry i had a couple funny things happen on the boat <clears throat> Greg was, uh, you know, Greg with Fishing Complete brought an ultra light rod to jig for walleye. And I got to say, he probably had more fun than anybody on that boat because everything fought like a sturgeon. Oh, yeah. Just watching that rod. The jig itself. (laughs) But uh, I was, I was, we were jigging uh, and one of the guys pulls up a sock and the sock had like braided line wrapped all around it. And in that braided line... Were two crayfish that were snagged up in it. And was they it were, Jimmy Hoffa's sock? They were still alive. I took pictures. It's, it's Jimmy I, I, Hoffa's, happy sock, sure I Jimmy Hoffa's it. happy sock. I'm pretty sure I posted it. Jimmy Hoffa's happy sock? I'm pretty sure I posted it. Oh, dude, it that's gotta be the name of this episode. His rise.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Hoffa's happy sock. <laughs> it's not It's not when you recap, it's Jimmy Hoffa's happy sock.
3: I think and that's nobody, a good one.
0: Everybody's gonna look at the title of this episode and go, what the fuck am I getting into? <laughs> but, dude, I was like, because you know <laughs>
2: Dude, it's, you have the you have the biggest problems with these mics. Fuck these yeah. microphones. He's, like, trying to lay down, though. That's the problem. <laughs> you know, he's like... comfortable. <laughs> I worked all day. He's, he's horizontal right his, now. His mic yeah. is falling I am upside down right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I got my feet up. He's got a Swedish <clears throat> maid behind him. Man, me. how the times great. have changed. When we first started recording podcasts, we're all, like, shriveled up in the, your, your yeah. closet of a room in there. All nervous and now we got fancy
1: swing arms that fall, like, yeah. every three seconds. Sassy so, swing arms. So I meant to say fancy. <laughs> <Sassy> <laughs> swing arms. That's you another name. great title. Can, Sassy dude, swing arms. I don't know what Sassy it is, but every arms. every time I start oh, drinking, Jimmy I can't Hoffa's. talk, man. <laughs> I like it's one Jimmy. beer. You like, like, <laughs> must
2: you must drink a lot. It's <laughs> one beer. I like Jimmy Hoffa's happy sock. That's, that's, oh, that's oh, so funny. We like if I was that. a, that'd be a great name for no, not a band. even.
1: I think we just do Hoffa's happy sock. No, but for so like, that'd be a great name for telling a story. Yeah. So you guys know, you guys know how my mom is, and I'm I'm kind of the same way when it comes to, when it comes to like liking, like loving animals and shit. Um. So look at this picture here. Uh, oh, I've, in it I found another lure too. Like I found another, uh, but there's a sock. It's disgusting. Wrapped it up. Wrapped up around it is a bunch of braid and some other guy's lure that that we found. So we 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 actually yeah, left that the water. sock was
0: that sock was on a body. I'm just letting you know. We
1: left we left the river with an additional jig. He and snagged
0: lure. a dude's foot and it had ripped
1: the sock off. But Who? there's two crayfish as you can see, zoomed in. They're tied together on accident, like because they're tied by the claws. So I'm performing surgery on these crayfish, trying to get them free because, you know, I, I like animals and shit. So it, it took me like 20 minutes to get these things free. And I had to unfortunately take the claws off to, to get it to happen. But and Jerry's
0: sitting there thinking, what the fuck did dude, I do? Jerry, this dude on the- <laughs>
1: when Jerry was jigging, she she brought up like an eight inch mud puppy. She oh, saw the thing. That, that thing, thing was wild. It was yeah. trying to bite everybody. Everybody was afraid things, to touch it. Those things it. fucking creep me out, dude. Man. They're so cool. I've
0: seen I've seen quite a few mud puppies no, being caught. I'm good. It's like snakes. Fuck that. They're so it's, cool. It's I fucking, love them. F- it's if like I, a fish I, snake. If I see a snake, I'm out.
1: This just a salamander, basically. That bites. Out. it's, it's a fish snake. It's stupid. But they're so cool. It's a fish There's snake There's no with a purpose face.
0: for those things on this earth. If they, I'm they just weren't, saying.
1: if they weren't a protected species, and if we weren't in Canadian waters, I would have kept it because it protected
2: around my boat. What are you gonna do with it? I don't
1: know, feed it and stuff.
2: <laughs> it looks like it would, like, grow legs and,
1: like, it eventually, legs. like, take I over. I
0: saw the same thing in the show Stranger Things. Yeah. Pretty sure it was a fucking Demogorgon. So cool. Gorgon, whatever the fuck. Was I'm, it
1: I'm into that shit, though. Like, I have a boa constrictor and all that. Like, I'm, like Anyways, I'm that finish your story. That was here. it. Okay, feed I feed it, it, it to the boa constrictor. Oh, I do have a terrible cooking story, though. Or do we want to wait until we talk about cooking?
0: We can get into the cooking. We'll... we'll, we'll you have anything, Bob? Did you do anything fun? No, we just talked last week. I do um, Not since then. <laughs> work work is how is How has your work been? Oh, it's super <laughs> awesome. Just really enjoying it. So Bob bought a new smoker. I did. going to so We're going to talk some, some barbecue and shit real quick. So what, 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 do you, what do you got? What's your story? What did you burn?
1: So I got. I didn't burn anything. Um, and by the
0: way, yeah, that last post you, who needs that much fucking chicken?
1: I was meal prepping.
0: You had like... 18 chicken breasts on there yeah, for was, a family was,
1: of two. It was about 20, but yeah. Um, <laughs> I meal prep. It was That turned out really good. Uh, I was making boneless chicken thighs. Uh, Who eats that much chicken? I do, man. That's a lot of meal prep. Me, me, that and asparagus, and I had myself four days worth of food right there. And I fed the kids.
0: But then you were cooking <clears throat> the next day, so. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have a problem, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's meal prepping, but he's cooking the
1: so, him out the next day. <laughs> I bought a Blackstone, and uh, I took it to Winya. Um, but I also, two nights ago, what I did is I took some imitation crab, some shrimp, and some flounder, and I cooked it up on there. But as I was cooking, I ran out of gas. So I had sounds- to fucking terrible and i was so the funny part is i wasn't cooking it outside i had it on my stove already the whole blackstone grill with the exhaust fan on (laughs) but i ran out of gas so i had to grab the oven mitts and take the whole griddle off of the off of the oven or off of the off the blackstone and put it on directly on the oven and turn the gas burners on (laughs) i did hibachi on the gas stove
0: (laughs) oh my god yeah oh Irma-gerd.
1: but that food turned out really good, so I made like uh I fried some rice up and uh had that so that was that was really good my my wife loved that, so
0: you make <clears throat> imitation crab flounder and what shrimp all that sounds disgust. I'm just not a seafood guy though
1: see it was basically like going to Mongolian barbecue. I was like, it, what do they do at if Mongolian that's barbecue someone
0: Mongolian barbecue wouldn't go to Mongolian barbecue oh man
1: dude, I love seafood oh man. I You're, Eat it I'm
2: not.
1: Uh, very basic, You're very basic. I like dude. meat. You also well, you like overcooked meat too, so like it's yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just I like catching fish, not necessarily eating. I like catching or eating like northern pike up north. That's it, it's like so down good. here. I don't know. I just like all the walleye. I still haven't touched any of the walleye that we caught on the
1: road. Oh, dude, blackened walleye. I figured it out. Yeah, it's so
0: good. I have smoked walleye before, and that's actually pretty solid
1: i haven't done that yet
0: it was pretty good i was pretty happy with it so <clears throat> so bob um after selling you his smoker he has joined the smoker club again <laughs>
2: uh, yeah after i sold him that smoker like
0: instant buy or seller's remorse yes
2: 100 percent. i was like it, literally within a few days i'm like sad that I, your dad like told i hadn't used that, the yeah. damn i had not used the thing in six months yeah so i'm like yeah I'll just i'll just sell it to jimmy i know he likes to cook yeah. and he likes to smoke stuff so yeah hey man you want to buy this gave he. And sold it to him. I use it at least every other day if it helps. Right, and I knew he would, so that was the reason I sold it. But then I was like, "Shit!" You know, I have like a like a not a not Blackstone brand, but I have like a a flat top, like griddle type thing, and I do most of my cooking on that. But I, I was like, I want to smoke something, and I'm like, I have nothing to smoke anything with, and I'm like trying to. I got at my daughter's graduation party coming up. So I'm like trying to figure out how I can get like because we're planning to do like some pork butt and stuff like that, pulled pork. And I'm like, how can I get this stuff done? So I'm like talking to my dad. I'm like, yeah, I know he's got one. I'm like, hey, would you mind smoking? And I'm like, you know what? Screw that. I'm not doing it. So I went out and bought a new one. And we can
1: uh, bring we can bring that grill back over here too for that party too. Well, it's no big deal. I bought
2: that. I bought a, uh, a Pit Boss Classic, like a what is it? Like 700. A cubic inch type it's Badass uh, is what it is It's a little bit smaller Than the one that I sold to Jimmy The one I sold to Jimmy Was like That's that's Massive. like a jam daddy and it's, But it's huge And I was like I just didn't I'm, It
0: was too I'm much about, from it. I'm about due for a new one I got a Mine wasn't working Quite well The last time I used it But I also haven't Cleaned it really well That's the thing about those You have to clean them Yeah So Do you have an ash vacuum?
1: I have a shop vac <clears back. throat> I use that I mean that would work You can but, do it Yeah I just got let it cool Yeah I don't even do that I just <laughs> smelt the fuck out of everything So what I do is I turn the hose on And I suck up some ash And then I look over at the water Coming out of the hose And I suck that up real quick And then go back and suck up the ash and Oh my god Life requires balance guys You know <laughs> So
2: I don't even
3: know I what don't, to say. I don't know what
1: to say either. <laughs> is it the smartest thing you've ever heard or the dumbest thing you've ever heard? Or is it somewhere in between? It's like the second dumbest thing. But the first
2: one was about the dish. But either way, I broke the glass. <laughs> glass <so. laughs> but oh fuck! you could just buy an ash to... vacuum and then just use that for everything.
1: No, it's okay. You don't have to worry about it. I mean,
0: even it. an ash vacuum, you're not supposed to suck up hot, <clears throat> hot coals. But yeah, so I need to give mine a good douching. Good, uh yeah, good cleaning, sure. and then just make sure it's going to work. If not, I'm gonna be buying a new one. Because flush her out. Yeah, I haven't used it much since I had I, since I got a griddle too, because like that griddle is the bomb. Like yeah. for cooking we're so cooking much shit. But it. there's certain times. <clears throat> there's just certain things like like a you know a chicken chicken breast like really good on the on a smoker like oh, just yeah. cooking it like on high though like high or 400 degrees you're getting that smoke flavor. It cooks a little bit better than trying to cook that shit on a griddle, but.
2: Yeah, I've been a yeah. uh, smokeless flavor for a while, and I'm like I was kind of yeah. kind of want it. So I'm glad I bought a smaller one. I don't need the big, the Mac Daddy one. You know, this one's a little bit more mobile.
1: I so. just picture <clears throat> Bob in the garage with his with his with his griddle in there. He's like cooking stuff on the griddle and smoking a Marlboro Red and blowing on the food just to get a little bit of <laughs> that. Speaking smoking of smoking of... a <laughs> Oh my god, spe- if I still
2: smoked, yeah, I would. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be my kind of dumbass logic. <laughs>
0: Speaking of smoking a Marlboro Red, my God, today I'm I'm listening to was last week's episode with Mark and them. Yeah. And they get to the point of telling the story of the, the girlfriend from Whitmore. <laughs> the woman who came out on the dock when they're night oh, fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smoking uh, a Marlboro, Marlboro red. Marlboro, oh my god, dude, Marlboro I was fucking crying drive. I think it was when I was driving over here. Oh my god, I was crying. You didn't listen to that part yet, Jimmy? Not yet. No. Oh my god! Like it's fucking hilarious. That was a good story. Yeah. yeah. Between that and then the the other woman that was yelling at him for shining the light, and he was <laughs> saying like, "Go back inside, you nasty bitch." <laughs> Jesus. Like, oh man, our female listeners are gonna fucking love him. Yeah, that's funny. It was good. <laughs> um. So we were talking about on the on before the the podcast. Bob was like. We were talking about the the smoker, and he's asked me some questions on, the like, smoking a brisket, because I've yeah. done brisket a few times, yeah. and we're, I'm, like, I'm going through telling the whole thing. I'm like, why the fuck are we not talking about this on the podcast?
1: Yeah. So, so have you ever smoked brisket? I made, I made, like, the best brisket I've ever had in my life one time, and it was my first brisket ever, and I have failed every other time since then. I've Same. probably tried, like, five Same. times since.
0: No, I've done a couple that were really good. Last couple have sucked, but biggest thing I did is I rushed it. And every article you you ever read, it says the first thing is low and slow. Yeah. Don't rush it. So we were talking about it. And I'm like, yeah, we need to talk about this on the podcast because this is fucking stupid. But,
2: but even like a pork butt. Like, so if you're like a novice. Smoking
0: uh, in general, you cannot rush it.
2: If you're, yeah, you're, if you're a novice, like a you know, smoker and things like that, and you're looking to smoke something, like pork butt's probably the easiest one to do. Yeah. It's, it's pretty simple. All you have to do is get that temperature up to between 200 and 210 and do it slowly over time. Like, I'll take 12 hours to smoke. And you don't necessarily need that much time, but I'll take 12 hours to smoke a pork butt. But – um there's just some, it's just very different than any, I've never smoked a brisket, so that's why I was picking Ryan's brain about it, because I know he made one for, it was my 40th birthday party, and it was phenomenal. Like, yeah, that, hey, was like good. that Like, that stuff got slammed, man. You, it was
0: gone with do you it. already have a brisket, or are you going to go buy one? I'm going to go buy one, yeah. All right, well, so pull, first First, that pull an equity line on your house to buy the brisket.
2: Yeah, I've heard. I know that they're super expensive. I've seen them at like Costco and stuff like that. They're like, they're like $100 a hundred dollars for for a single brisket. So
0: so when I'm, when our our mother who works you know at a place to get these things says, "Hey, I've got brisket for a dollar a pound," you fucking take her up on
2: that. I think I
0: have one. It's probably not good anymore. Right? <laughs> right? If right, you think you have one, it's probably minute. not good anymore. Right? But the first step when you buy one, don't have them trim it. The last couple. Um, she's had them trim it up and trim like almost all the fat off Oh no 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 and you can't you have to have a, a you you can trim some of the fat off and you should trim some of the fat off but you need a like thick probably a good half inch of fat on one whole side and that should be on that should be on the top of it
2: <clears throat> on, a, on a brisket because <clears throat> mm-hmm. i I mean i know there's a fat cap on like a pork shoulder but around pork butt mm-hmm. but like i didn't know that they have like a Oh, yeah, that the whole,
0: brisket does. The whole wow. one side is going to have fat on it, and you want to leave it on. Okay. Yeah, like you said, sometimes I bought one one time, and it was pretty thick. You want it like a half inch or so, so trim as much like, off.
1: Trim it off, but, but you put want it, it to back protect on it. It. Is, is Remember how when we did that episode with Black so, Pearl? So
0: I haven't done that yet, so I want to try <laughs> that before I end up making it for Izzy's party. But Dwayne from Black Pearl was saying what he does is he trims all that fat back like you're filleting a fish. Folds that fat back, sprinkles the seasonings and shit, like their brisket rubs and stuff that they use on the meat, folds that fat back over, and I, then cook it. So what's going to happen is as it's cooking, all that fat's going to soak right down through the meat.
2: I do that with with pork butt, like with a fat cap. I'll, like, mm. I'll trim it back and then coat it with like a good layer of rub under that, and then on top of it again, and then cook it on that. See, with, yeah. The, yeah. with I, pork
0: butt, I generally, I trim all the fat off it because there's so much fat in a pork shoulder.
2: right.
1: Like it's I mean, I keep the fat ingrained I, in I fat. I keep that
2: fat cap on.
1: When you guys um, cook it, do you do fat cap up or fat cap up down?
0: So I've done it both. I I've like fat, up, cat,
1: but... fat cap up. Yeah, me too.
0: But I've read the do it down because then it protects the meat. But I do it so low, like protects it from like drying out. But I like doing it <clears> super low, super slow with the fat on top. And then as it smoking, it's cooking that fat that's rendering down is soaking down through the meat.
2: Right. I've got, I've got pork butt down to like a science. Like I know when the stall is and I know Mm -hmm. when to wrap it and I know when to, you know, and then I know how to cook it in. And on that particular smoker that I, that I sold to you, like I knew exactly how, when I needed to turn up the heat and and where and stuff like that, and where to place it in the grill. There's a lot of stuff that goes into that stuff. This new one, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm coming in blind, so it's like this first one. I might, I might really take. I'm just so gonna go super. It'll be pretty similar. I'm gonna go low super low, super slow, and and just kind of hope for the best. I'll, I'll so, try to. I'm gonna try to. My my biggest concern with it being beef is just drying it out. So I'm gonna try to like keep it keep it moist by. I, I hate that word. So what I Moist. I love a good. <laughs> moist. I love some moisture. Moist. Uh, like moist. with like oh apple People juice. People fucking hate me right now. With like an apple juice or something like that, like you were talking about.
0: Yeah. So plan on an hour and a half per pound. So if you buy a 10-pounder, it's going to be 15 hours. Right. Roughly. And that's cook time. And then you got a couple hours of rest time afterwards. So hour and a half per pound. So you probably got to put it on the night before that you want to actually eat it. Like putting it on in the morning. You got to get up at like fucking two in the morning. So, and, and then, cause you gotta, if you figure it all depends on the, on the size you're doing it, but if you're doing, if you're cooking it for 12 to 15 hours and then you got a couple hours of rest time, like it's an entire day process.
2: Well, it's, it's like that. Even with pork butt, I do it kind of the same way. I'll take like, I'll take, I, I account for 12 hours. You know, twelve hours total time of smoking, and then with some rest time in there. So it like, depends on the size. Though. Like I'm I've done it, some
0: smaller pork shoulders that are like six pounds, and man, that shit don't take. I've never like done really like last. Hours.
2: Most of the ones that I've done are eight to yeah. ten, and I'll normally I'll do twelve hours. I started it. I almost always have started them at like six in the morning. Yeah. I'll prep them the night before, get them yeah. coated up because I I do with a pork shoulder, I'll coat it in yellow mustard. Yeah, don't do that with a brisket, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I tried it. Do don't yeah. work. It's I'll, not good. I'll, I'll coat it in the yellow <laughs> mustard, and then. After that, I apply massive amounts of rub onto it, just to, so that I can get that good bark and stuff like that. But yeah. that's kind of how I prep it, and, and like the as far as like the rub, it's it's to taste, whatever whatever kind of rub you're into, and then let it sit kind of overnight so that that mustard has a little bit it has some time for the the vinegars and things like that to be, kind of break into the tissue of it,
3: yeah. and then yeah.
2: six in the morning. I throw it on the smoker and then leave it all day. And I really don't touch it much other than just like check just to check inter- internal temp and to make sure I have enough pellets and stuff like that and just let her go. And then it's, and once it gets about 150, 160, that's when and it, it'll stay there and I like normally for like an hour it's not going to change temp like period like whatsoever and that's what we know. Anybody who's done this once or twice knows that it stalls out at a certain temp and you got to wrap it. So at that point I wrap it in foil and then I'll, I'll turn that heat up probably from a smoke to like a 200 and just kind of let it go for the rest of the time. I don't normally ever take it over to over that 200 mark though. And then I let it get up on its own up to about 200, 205. It's about about the time I'll probably pull it and I'll check it. I'll, I'll hit it with a meat thermometer a few times just to see where it's at. And as long as it's around 205, I know that that internal fat is kind of dissipated at that point. Then I pull it, I'll pull it, and then and make sure it stays wrapped. And like at that point, you'll have a ton of fat and ton of liquid fat inside of it. I'll I'll stab the shit out of the foil so that it drains. Pull it off, and then I'll let it rest for probably another hour. After that, and then I'll and See, then I don't, I'll, and I don't then I'll shred it. I don't stab it. I keep all that shit. I keep all that. Shit. Yeah. Well, I I pull it out just because I don't want to like I don't want it to spill out in my pan or just make a fucking mess and whatever I'm doing. Like I'll just stab it so it drains into my. And, you know, it, through the smoker. And
0: See, then what I use there, with, that, all it, it, with all
2: that, that liquid though, is
0: like, once you get the pork butt shredded, take that and pour it all over the, yeah, the meat and mix yeah. it up.
2: It's not and, a bad. That's a good idea. Man, you know? But what I do, like once I pull it, I let it rest for that hour. And then the first, the way you check a pork butt, the way I check a pork butt is I immediately reach for that shoulder blade bone. I'll grab that shoulder blade bone. And if I can't pull it out with my two hands, I fucked it up. I've, I've never had that happen every single time I've, I've cooked a pork butt that way you can reach in with two fingers pull that shoulder bone and it just falls right out like it just instantly falls out yeah. and then from there i'll start shredding it i'll shred it and then from there i'll take my rub again sprinkle it over the top of that and then start shredding again until i get it really shredded up i over shred i think a little bit i don't leave a lot of big chunks and stuff like that but i like i like to get it like good and 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 I get that rub mixed into it again as well, yeah. while and this, while it's still hot, so that's kind of my recipe for pork butt, and it comes out phenomenal. So,
1: so with so, your new grill, I have a little cheat code for you, because um, you're you want to get it, you want to figure out where the hot spots are and everything like that before you, you know, throw a good amount of money worth of meat in there. Go buy some biscuits, turn your turn your uh, turn your grill up, not on high or anything like that, but turn it up. And put the biscuits down on the grate, and what you'll notice is some will be overcooked, some will be undercooked, some will be just right, and you'll know exactly where your hot spots and cold spots are. It's a good idea. So that's a little little barbecue cheat code for you. So. That's the
2: only good idea I've ever heard you have, so... Oh, when it comes to Sometimes. food,
1: you always got to trust the fat guy. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So the, I'm looking up some pictures of brisket I did. So that's the the smoke ring you want to have when you're done. Yep.
2: Yeah, look at that bark on that thing too, dude. That yep. looks fucking good. Yep. So the, so the brisket isn't
0: much, isn't a lot different than than the pork butt. Besides, you're not going to use a rub. You're not using mustard or anything like that. I just use salt and pepper. I mean, they make brisket rubs and stuff. I've never tried it, but every. Every article I read, like ninety five percent of them said salt and pepper mixture. Doesn't black pearl make a like a brisket type rub? I don't know if they make an actual brisket rub, do
1: they? It's steak it's called steak and brisket. It's like a uh what it reminds me of, it's is like, a steak like a Montreal, like a Montreal type. That I mean, smoke. I'm sure you could. So it's kind of like a that's salt base, but it's more, yeah,
0: yeah. But it's got other things, other. Uh, yeah, it's really, it's like, it. it's one of my It'd be favorite worth a shot for sure. That's what they use
1: though. They, but, so he said that's what he uses when he uh, cuts that fat cap back, puts it I wonder,
0: on. I wonder how, what kind of a bark you'd get by doing that, but because the salt and pepper is really where you get the kind of the bark on the brisket. Yeah, yeah. You, know.
2: you should use everything all the seeds and shit like an oh, everything Jesus, bagel sounds terrible <laughs> terrible
0: This is everything, everything bagel. <clears throat> so the other thing i learned with a brisket
2: fucking like sunflower seeds with, on with, it
0: with the salt and pepper mixture don't put it on like you would the mustard and the the rub like you would a pork butt like don't put that shit on the day before oh yeah it will fuck up that brisket oh yeah really? like hour maybe an hour before you want some two int- hours before it
1: brings some intensity to the party. If you do,
0: it does. Yeah, like I, 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 I just I put the salt and pepper mixture on there, dude. It was so hot, like you couldn't fucking eat it because the pepper just like soaked into it. It was terrible, really? fucking terrible. I remember so don't, you telling me about that. Don't like it's not
2: like a fine art to brisket smoking.
0: Yeah, but just just take it and you're gonna rub it. This is so. Here's a picture of like it prepped. So that's what it what it looks like with the
2: salt and pepper. Okay.
0: And that do but do that, like I said, maybe an hour before, wrap it up, put it in the fridge, while you're getting your smoker and shit set up, and then throw it on. But don't like let it sit on there for like I did the last one. I did, I put it on like the night before, let that shit sit overnight because I figured, oh, this would be better, right? No, it's, terrible. it's now fucking what, terrible. What
2: kind of wood are you guys using?
0: I just use a competition blend.
1: I use mulch from Scott's Miracle gro Yeah, <laughs> he bought it from he bought it from my
0: store. It's weird.
2: Use
1: pine. The ca- the, ca- yeah, the pine.
0: When you get that popping, the sap popping, that really when you get the yeah, good flavor, you get,
2: that, you get that that
1: New York cab taste to it. Yeah, hundred percent. Pit Boss makes a really good. Uh, it's called competition blend. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: That's what I've always used. I I've tried all the different ones. I've never noticed any difference. Yeah, but I've generally smoked the same things. Now I've heard like if you smoke salmon, you want to use. Like, I know uh, pecan is really good, um, and I think it's alder wood is really good for, like, fish-type things. I've never really experienced so, it. I've just – it's cheaper to buy a competition blend. I go to, like, Menard's, or now I get them from work, but I've always just used use a competition I, blend.
2: I bought – when I bought the smoker, I had I had kind of a limited selection in, in wood pellets to buy, and I was, like, looking through it, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go with kind of what I know, and that was apple. They had apple wood, yeah. and I was like, all right. It's um popular. Why not? You know, so all I, have I just purchased a bag of apples, so that's all I have right now. Yeah. I got 20 pounds in that damn
0: hopper. So They all have different features, though, when it comes to... Because some are hardwood, some are softwood, some burn hotter, some don't. Some have more smoke, some have less smoke, so... There's really like it's. I did. If like, you're gonna go with a set flavor, like you got to find the right flavor. Where the competition blends, like those are designed for smoking briskets, smoking butts. Like that's really what they're I, for. I did. So, like the Pit Boss comp-
2: competition blend, or like I think it was the Traeger Maple. Was Maybe. really good. Like it just, it puts off a good smelling smoke. You yeah, know yeah. What I'm saying you can tell the difference yes. between the two. Like that maple smoke, there's something yeah. like real deep about it. Dave. like, yeah. and, and it, it gives it a really good smoky flavor to whatever food that you're cooking. So the but,
0: so the brisket, <clears throat> low and slow, same thing. You're gonna have the stall. You can I wrap it. I wrap mine in tin foil, but they recommend butcher paper. But I've always just used tin foil even for pork butts never notice any difference they say that that can actually like make it get hotter I've never that's every anyone I've done I've used in foil, and then same thing you're gonna cook it up to like 205 202 something like that but the most important thing is when you pull it off put it in the cooler and leave it in the cooler for two hours so <clears throat> not in the oven put it in a cooler so I put it in my yeti yeah and there's a terrible story about that.
2: Forgot about it and sat there. No, for three so weeks. when I
0: when I brought it over to your house for your fortieth, I took it, I took it and I put the whole brisket in my Yeti and I hauled it. Just I kept it wrapped. I literally once I knew it was at temperature, I didn't open the tinfoil anything like that. Took it and well, the brisket was so fucking big it didn't really fit in the Yeti, so I had to kind of put it on like an on oh, angle. No. So like a lot of the grease drained out into the Yeti
1: and solidified. <laughs> so.
0: But that was – so I put it in Yeti, and I sealed it so it would retain all that heat so that brisket can absorb all the juices and shit that's in that that foil. Yeah. But they say the longer you can do that, the better. They recommend at least an hour, but I've done two hours. It absorbs all that moisture. So, yeah, I took it over your house. It was like four or five days later I grabbed the Yeti.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking science experiment. Dude, it it
0: wasn't a science experience, but it was just like – Dried up fucking grease, like an inch of grease in the bottom of my Yeti of just like solid fat. And I'm like, oh my God, this yeah, is fucking it's disgusting. Wild. Took me forever to get it cleaned out. And I contemplated buying a new Yeti and saying, fuck this <laughs> <geez."> <laughs> So we but
2: have yeah. this So we have this graduation party coming up. And it's a big deal. Like I, I'm I'm my wife is constantly hitting me with like, Hey, what are we gonna do about this? What are we gonna do about that? Like the whole time. So like Originally we were going to have it catered and like after we started searching out different places to cater, we were like, all right, right, this is stupid. You know what? And we, and through talking to my daughter, the the graduate, she's like, why don't you guys just like, like make some pork butt and do like, she loves barbecue food. So we're like, hell yeah. Okay. One, we can save a little bit of money too. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of fun to do that, but, so one of these things that were one of the parts of this is the beer. So I'm in charge of the beer portion of this, and we're going to get two kegs. And I know for I know for a fact I'm getting a keg of Coors Light because Light. That that is my Coors Light is my my thing, but the other keg I don't know what to do. So like, do I get two just just two kegs of Coors Light? Because I think you need two. I think I need two. What I would do there's, a, there's a hundred over two hundred kegs people. of Coors Light. There's over a hundred. They people. don't
0: like it. They can go drink. I'm not going to say it. There are other light beer somewhere else at somebody else's party. Well, Just,
2: and that's, that was my idea, too, is like, like, hey, I'm going to have light beer here. I don't want it One, I don't want a bunch of people coming over and getting, like, super screwed up and stuff like that. But two, like, it's the kind of beer I like. So, and, but... You know, in talking with my wife, she's like, well, I know this guy, he doesn't drink Coors Light. All he drinks is this kind of, he drinks IPAs, and this guy drinks this. And you're all like, well, they can bring their own beer. But I'm like, should I get something different, like a Blue Moon or something, just to have a different kind of beer?
1: I bet if you got, like, a keg of, like, Oberon, you'd be, like, the hero. Oh, shit, I
2: didn't even think about
1: Oberon. Yeah. That would be... What I think you should do is, I think that's a you good should... fucking
2: idea. I didn't even think about it. I don't know where I can find a keg of Oberon.
1: I know a place. It's in, It's by me and Ryan. Um, find out for I me. Bet I bet you, I know that can... place.
2: Yeah. If you can find out if they if they have a keg of Oberon, if, or if I can get two kegs from them, like, let me know, and I'll just I'll get this place, place and get anything.
1: You can go upstairs also and tell her that we're we're gonna just say, look, we've got it covered. What we're gonna do is we're gonna turn the grad party. We're gonna call it the Terrible Takeover. <laughs> and just all the listeners are just gonna come and just see what she says. I think it'd be hilarious. You're all invited. All four of you. <laughs> There's four now?
2: Yeah. Joel, oh shit, we moved Joe Roar, his wife, and, and his, his family. kids. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I'm I'm sure I'm sure that or you can just I don't know, you know how many kids
2: Joe Roar has. How many kids does Joe have? At least six. At least seventeen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. Get, we're we're, terrible. we're terrible, keg, terrible humans.
1: Just get a keg of Bud Light and let it identify as whatever it wants. Just, just stop say. it.
2: Stop it. Coors Light and Oberon. I like it. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. I just got to find the Oberon because I know I can get the Coors Light here in town. I just yeah. don't know where I can you find Oberon. The place that's
0: by our house, dude. They, it's, a, it's a great
2: job. Is it the one right on the corner? No.
0: The best. No. God, no.
2: All right. I'm going to put no, you in charge of it. It's right. ben, it's find a, me a quick It's ben a Steen,
0: Benstein liquor. Yep. All right. Find me. super cool
2: talk to them because you're out there and I'm not going to be able to drive out there. But if you can talk to him and say, hey, just ask. Him, it's can so I get far a keg away for him to drive to our house. <laughs> well, well just, to, just to ask a dude, <laughs> fucking, fucking just to it. ask a dude. But you guys drive by there all the time. So go in there and talk to that guy and ask him if you can get a keg of Oberon. on and then jimmy has got him on speed dial. I when's,
0: will. I'll message him right now. When's,
1: uh, when's the
0: their BFS July
2: 15th. Okay.
0: All right. Anyways, now that we're done with that. We haven't even gotten into the yet. We're 40 minutes into this shit. Boom. Ah. All right, I got two things I want to talk about. Interesting things. Jimmy
2: Hoffa's happy sock. So Jimmy what Hoffa's was the, happy sock. What was Jimmy Hoffa doing with this sock? What was the original color it, of said sock? And why did it wind <laughs> up in the Detroit River? Well, so maybe the feds are involved. We'll find out. Stay tuned. Join us next week. For another big fish adventure, <laughs> join us next week for another Jimmy Hoffa adventure.
0: God <laughs> damn!
2: Isn't this that moment that everybody
0: says, "Nope, I'm done with this, these assholes."
2: Are All right.
0: So, two things: these dum dums. So we haven't had a chance to talk about it yet, but so we had talked previously about the um, the Michigan National Guard trying to get. The expanded land. <laughs> oh Bob's my God. Trying to get up.
2: I got, dude, I got to take a leak. But like, don't we get we in this one. For, we'll pause for a commercial break. All right. Pause for a commercial break. I'll be back on this one.
0: And we'll be back. The DNR expansion. All right. So, to recap, are you guys done here?
1: Yeah. DNR so, recap.
0: So, the Michigan National Guard wanted to lease out a ridiculous amount of land from the Michigan DNR of state federal land. We talked about it in previous episodes. So the director of the DNR made a made his decision. He denied that shit.
1: Yeah, boy. Yeet yeet. He put it down on the table and said You know why? Not today. Because he probably listened to our podcast. 100
0: percent And took my advice. Obviously. Zero percent chance that happened. But the exact reason that it happened.
2: Yeah. Don't <laughs> give away.
0: Which you won't get back. Right. You know and what that's, I'm saying? So the article I read literally said that where, like, you basically, like, once they take, you can't take back. <laughs>
2: 100%. I advise against it. Yeah. Well, good enough. I mean, and this is coming from this is coming from a military dude. Yeah. I'm all about it. I'm all about the Army. I'm all about the, you know, even the National Guard and all that stuff. <laughs> oh, even, even those guys. Yeah. But, like, not to the extent that it infringes upon the the public's ability to utilize the land, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because like I think, once, and that's what it came down to. Yeah, like,
0: they just, you know,
2: they have enough. It was
0: infringing on too much public land, especially the streams. That was like one of the biggest things was Dude, the, I, the waterways that it was.
2: I've been up there. Off. It's a big camp. It's a big place. Like yep. there's a lot of training ground up there. You know, for guys to do this 38 days out of the year. Yep. You know, it's it's not. This is the camp Grayling that,
0: expansion. I don't know if I said camp Grayling I said Michigan National Guard camp
2: Grayling expansion. So,
0: well, it, yeah, it's yeah. A Michigan National Guard. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, so it was denied. So I was really happy to read that. So I think I know I post that on Facebook. Bob obviously reads our Facebook posts. And I don't our text
2: messages. No, I don't read any of that stuff. <laughs> I, I have you on silent. He just shows up in parties. What? Yeah, this year you know, he just whatever. shows up in parties. I like to react. I like to react to things. Yeah. First time on the podcast. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. The other thing,
0: I posted this the other day, so I know Bob didn't read this yet. So we've talked about CWD a lot. Did you read this?
1: This incinerator thing?
0: Yes. So CWD, obviously, is a hot topic. So one of the the worst areas in the country is Wyoming. And there's some reserves that they're trying to really protect because in Wyoming, there's some valleys that really protect most of the elk and deer herds. In the winter and the bad winter months, so that's where a majority of this reserve is. so the um, Fish and Wildlife Service bought a half million dollar incinerator, so any deer that they find that have CWD positive go in this incinerator instead of buried, like what most states are doing right now to completely eliminate the disease because apparently it has to burn at like fifteen hundred degrees or something to kill
2: oh my God yeah.
0: The CWD. So that is their plan. And this machine, it's out pulled it up. Again, it's on our Facebook page. If anybody wants to see it, including Bob. Um, it's pretty half dark. Half a million dollars. And at first, I thought it was like a fucking train or something. It was like,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wasn't gonna, I wasn't
1: going to make it. Oh you thought so, too, didn't you? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> They're going to start. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like. Yeah. That's yeah. What yeah tell <laughs> me that
2: doesn't look like a fucking train. <laughs> tell me that doesn't look like something out of. <laughs> Out of World War II, right? <laughs> yeah, it came. Terrible. It came
1: right from Auschwitz. They just load them up and send them out.
2: That's fucking terrible. Yeah, Dude, I mean, not, so, ter- not so, terrible because you you do need to dispose of these corpses in a in a so good this is way. So Wyoming, the
1: Wyoming DNR.
0: So, so it's the out there. It's like the Fish and Wildlife. It's the federal Fish and Wildlife. Imagine, it's Not even like Wyoming okay, state. So, it's the feds so are actually doing yeah, that. so they're trying to project... Just the reserve. So any deer that they find positive within the this within f- Federal w- within girls. the reserve. Yeah, the Federal Reserve. So it's not like the Wyoming DNR, they can't use it for any deer they find because they don't want to even like bring those deer anywhere near the reserve. So this is like stationed living on the land to try to protect it. This is crazy. Why well, don't they picture- just have
2: the deer wear a mask? Right. It, exactly. I mean it, it fucking worked for That'll, COVID.
0: Yeah, exactly. You if it know what helps I'm saying? COVID, it'll help the deer. Right. CWD. And not only that, but just yeah. tell them the social distance. Social to six feet.
1: I picture when they're pitching this idea. <laughs> oh, fuck. When they're like, hey, we, we're going down the road. going down, and, the we're down the
2: controversial controversial. They're
1: person. like, does anybody have a pro or a way to solve this uh this Burn this motherfucker problem. down. And I just want to know. I just want to know what it was like in that room. Cause you know somebody leaned forward and was like, Yeah, I, I, I got a solution. I got <laughs> an idea. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's melt them. Who's <laughs> was, was the guy?
2: There's probably some dude in the height of COVID. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting insensitive here, but there was probably a dude at the height of COVID was like, I got this train thing. <laughs> like we can really, you know what I'm saying? We can really get real get a hold of this. We so really, we really flatten the curve is, here. We just Use my train. <laughs> so here, <laughs> here's Jesus some stats <laughs> from the
0: article that I read. So CWD is present in 84% of the state's mule deer herds. Good God, man. Yeah. Right. 84%. 84%, yep. It's like yep. eight and a half deer out of fucking 10 are yep. testing positive. In, for- in regions such as the west side of the Bighorns and the Project Herd, they call it, east of Wind River, have 40 to 65% prevalence rates. Like it is rampant out out there compared to. Um,
2: I wonder why. Here. I wonder why out there is so much more prevalent. I don't than know. Well, there. I think or the issue is,
0: and what the article says is that for mule deer and elk, they're not they don't act as much like whitetail. They herd up in the winter months. Well, whitetail so, do too, but yeah, but like elk will have them. hundreds of deer right. right next to each other in a herd. So if one has CWD. How fast is that spreading to the rest of the herd? Well, well they don't herd up like that. Well, just don't bait, bait well, yeah, don't bait them. If you don't bait them, if they all wore masks and we had barriers <laughs> of six foot bubbles around them, <laughs> all right, we just, gotta stop.
2: If you, um, if you just don't, if you don't use bait piles, then in the winter they won't herd up like.
0: Should, that. You know don't what? put the bait on the ground. Every every single Fucking one of them genius. Gets a, every, put the
1: gr- put the bait in the air. Every single one of them gets a passport, and whoever doesn't gets on the train. No,
0: seriously, seriously, though, like, papers, please. As I'm reading this, I'm like, is, am I really reading this article? Like, is this real? And then I'm like, I go back and I look to see who it's from, and it's from Meat Eater. I'm like, all right, it's got to be half-assed legit. legit. Yeah. Like, they're really burning these 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 animals. And so this machine, half a million dollars, it can run for like 550 hours, and it can it can completely get rid of a deer in an hour. So it's like 550 hours. It can run for the entire year, or something and like that. How many that.
1: deer can fit in it at once?
0: One one at a time, or no, two at a time, or something like that. So the most they can do is 550 deer a year. That's the capacity. That how for much? Half it can a run. million dollars. So they're saying that, like when when states are bearing the deer which is what they're doing
2: right now. The deer are digging it up and licking their faces. No, it's getting
0: into the soil though and the, and it lasts for years in the soil. That makes sense. Anything actually. that grows in that area, it can be infected with this.
1: I just feel like disease. if 84% so, of the deer have it, I don't think that's No, that it's, it's
0: within 84% of the herd. It doesn't mean 84% of the deer have it. Oh, so it's CWD. within 84% of the herd they're finding it. So
2: okay. CWD transfers it, over to Plant life.
0: Yes. Really? And and, it stays within the soil. Yeah. Chad talked about that. Did he? Uh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's why biting's illegal.
0: Yeah. So I'm really, like, I want to message Chad, see if, like, maybe we can get him on for a short stint to talk about this. Um, I'd be really interested to get his thoughts on this. And, I mean, I don't know. It even says in the article, like, doing this on a statewide level wouldn't be financially like. There's no way Chancellor
2: Whitmer is going to pony out fucking half million dollars. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know no what? Way. I think we need. But, em. I need. I think we need one of those trains in every county. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just make a big camp. Why don't we do that? Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. And then we'll have the trains bring mm. all the deer to the camp. Whitmer can grow like a little tiny mustache, <laughs> and she can just incinerate oh her whole no. fucking herd. I'm
1: pretty sure people get canceled for that. They're this. killing her <laughs>
2: I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. I, 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 oh man, I think I'm canceled right now. Damn it! Somebody's gonna dox me or something. Fuck.
1: Whatever. Nobody listens. Nobody listens. (laughs) Nobody
2: listens.
0: Ben, we're 52 minutes in. There's literally nobody listening right now. Even
2: Joe Roar says, fuck these guys. Keep on (laughs) not listening.
1: (laughs) Yeah. County. (laughs) 82
2: 82 trains. I think in every major city (laughs) should have one. You never know. You know? When your (laughs) GHC is going to creep in. Yeah. Into your plant life, into your fauna. Your, water, your fauna and your flora I don't know what he's saying
3: right
0: now <laughs> on that note I don't know what he's saying. those are my topics let's get into winya how was winya oh yeah. jesus now that, we um, we're 53 minutes into winya so winya was fun it's been uh it was great uh see you guys
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a good time bye sunday sucked
0: well we talked briefly uh last week with mark and tom but um fishing was phenomenal at least for us, I know you guys didn't catch as many, but you guys were in the deeper water due to some unforeseen yeah, situations yeah, yeah. that you had in your that. boat. But um, probably one of the best fishing years we've had up there. It was awesome. Didn't That'd catch great, necessarily any huge numbers. I guess biggest one was only twenty nine. Not
2: huge fish. Didn't hit but, the thirty. But, well, Jason caught
0: the, caught a thirty incher. That was the only thirty incher we saw.
2: We we but had, a lot of
0: quality fish. Right.
2: But right, we no, had we had great numbers of fish and, and just yeah. really healthy fish all around. Yeah. But it was like it even wasn't, the small
0: 22s, like you, we get yeah. them in the net and they're thick and we're like, oh man, it's a nice fish. And then we measure it and We're like, he's Christ, that thing's only 23. Like <laughs> there was a there's couple a couple that Jason and I were like, we caught and we're like, man, like that might be a money fish. And we yeah. measured it and it's like 26 and a half. We're like, <laughs> we both look at each other. And we're like, there's no way. There's no way that thing's only twenty six.
2: Yeah, there was a it couple. Was, it was healthy. It was fat. There was a couple. I set the hook on, and I'm fighting it for a minute, and I like get it up, and I could see it, and I'm like, yeah. get the net, bro. Get the get, net. Get the net, bro. <laughs> and then I bring it in. And I'm like, and your daughters oh yeah. like, Why are you talking oh, yeah. about? <laughs> this is this is a money fish here, and I'm like, break out the bump boards, bros. Bump it up! <laughs> I,
1: like, I like how Bob's boat turns into a frat house. <laughs> it kind of does a and Michigan State. So I frat break house out. I, I
2: break out the bump board. I pull the you know I unhook the fish. I bring it out of the net. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a fat dog, dude. This is a good one. I put it on the bump board. I'm like 25 inches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, I'm telling you, that man, happened well, multiple Jesus, times with Jason. This is and I. a fat ass fish, man. Like there were a lot. It of It was like, like the that. joke of the like, night, really the one good. night
0: with Jason. And I were both like. We've measured a lot of fish. Like we've seen a lot of pike in our day. How do we both fuck up? Like and think like this is even close to thirty inches, and it measures like twenty (laughs) six. Like
2: they're nuts. We are not the we got weights and fish guy. We would have failed that. (laughs) I I think it's I think it's particular to that piece of water because the bass were like that too. Like all the bass, everything was very healthy. Everything was super healthy, and the bass that we caught were all super heavy and fat. And the pike were fresh off of. It seemed like they were just off the spawn, so yeah. it was like the females were were heavy, and then yeah. even the in the males you could tell like it was it was on like and yeah. they were all everything that we caught was in three feet and less of water. You know anything being yeah. any kind of real we did our size, best in two feet and less. <laughs> yeah, it was it was super yeah. shallow. Like it's funny and you, you were that. you were fishing in places like I don't know if I should have the boat here.
0: We caught a few fish that were. In deeper water, like six, seven feet, but it was always right on the edge of some shallow shit. Yeah. And so I'm assuming we probably caught them coming off of that or sitting on the edge of it. But, um, yeah, I mean, otherwise, almost every fish was super shallow. But we didn't fish many other places because we started catching them shallow. And I'm like, why change? Like, every night, first night, we went out, we caught, like, a dozen. Next morning, we went out, we caught, like, ten. Next night we caught like fifteen, like the one day we caught like twenty five fish in my boat, and I'm like, why do we? Why would we go anywhere else?
2: It was literally it was an, stupid. A very why would be we... small part of this whole lake? They were just stacked up in there, yeah. And like we were just hammering them one after the other, and we kept quite a few fish out of there too, and mm-hmm. and we kept our limit just yeah. in a couple. Well, the first day. night we
0: had six fish. I think you had three, and I had three. Right? Yeah. Wasn't that the first night? Yeah, I, I think cut we had cut six up, between I us. I cut
2: up like six or seven fish that first and That was just day. the two
0: boats yeah yeah so we had the fish fry set so overall really a solid year for fishing i fish i fish harder for musky than i have in the last couple years jason and i had our tradition every night we hit musky cove and every night we played sweet brown (laughs) and every night it didn't work (laughs) so we got to the end of it the last night did the same thing rinse and repeat right do the Same thing four times in a row. Definition of crazy is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And then, like, we we talked about it at the end of it, and I was like, you know, we're really dumb. We did the same thing four nights in a row. And I've done the same thing for eight years in a row just because we caught two fish doing that. And I said, we really should have changed up. We should have gone there in the morning, maybe mid-afternoon, looked at the major miners. Like, if this has been a hot spot before because we've caught fish there, like, we should have done something different. Instead of fishing it during the same period every night,
1: on the first day, Greg had a musky turn on him at Camper's Cove. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he didn't he didn't know to do the figure eight thing, so it was right at the boat. And as soon as he turned, as soon as he like lifted the rod out of the water, I see it come up. Like it wasn't it wasn't like a huge fish or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> come come up and then turn. You know, just go right back down. I oh. did hook
0: something over in Muskie Cove on a muskie lure, and it hit hard. It was on for about a second and a half, but I don't know what it was. I'm going to yeah. say it was probably a 60-inch muskie. At least yeah, 60. Probably, at least, yeah. 96-inch. Yeah, that sounds a right to me. Vortex yeah. muskie. Vortex
2: muskie, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever it was, it legitimately hit hard. Like It hit hard enough to where like, the rod dug into my ribs, and it, like it fucking hurt. So- and like at one point I was like thinking like, Man, was it a stump? And even Jason was like, No, dude, I saw like your rod like bump a couple times. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna make sure I'm not losing my mind. Like, there was a fucking fish uh, There's there. not that
2: many stumps in that area. I kind of no. know where all No, them and it was are. right
0: along the shore, like it was in deeper water. And I was throwing a crankbait and i and it was a musky crankbait. So I'm like, eh, maybe it was. Maybe it was just a nice pike and it just hit really hard. I don't know. But
1: So this is the first year that I've ever been on on like in the with a legitimate musky setup, and I thought it was hilarious that I spent all that money on a musky rod, Nabu Garcia never beast, threw and threw a you know through a big old Rapala, and I justified that purchase by hitting a a fifteen inch uh, hammer handle pike. Yeah, uh,
2: dude, so I've that. caught I've <laughs> caught more shit on my musky. I've caught more bass, like nice bass, and yeah. even some like hammer handle like. It's not normally like a mid sized pike. Like I might be throwing a bucktail, like a like a, a double eight bucktail or something like that. And I'll catch I will catch a 15-inch pike. Yeah. Like it's not like a 30-inch or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's a literally a 15-inch pike. Caught, like, I, caught I, I hold of, it up and I'm like, what the fuck? It's the size of the lure. I this caught thing. a couple pike on on musky
0: lures on my big musky rod. And uh <clears> it was I mean it was cool on that on that new reel. That 13 fishing reel. Ooh, it's amazing dude
1: money mike keys definitely was not yeah. was not full of shit yeah. on that so
0: the mike keys episode he preached the 13 fishing reels hard so naturally we had to buy one bob didn't buy one he's going a mm-hmm. not yet after you throw this you will i'm make. not a real
2: musky fisherman though
0: that's that's fair <laughs> i
1: that's didn't fair. even I, honestly, but i will say
0: honestly like compared to the Revo toro i like it as much as a Revo toro really when honest I, to god
1: when i talked to spencer Spencer said he wasn't a huge fan of the 13 fishing because it's a little bit smaller. So I threw it on my my normal pike rod that I use. He's fishing a different way out there. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But, when I dude, when I was throwing my spoons and stuff, dude, it was pulling them in like it was so nice. Like butter. Like I said,
0: Spencer, he needs a bigger reel because, one, he's lining that shit up, and he wants that that line to last him most of the season, right? Yeah. He's using 100-pound braid. He's throwing big baits.
2: He's throwing pounders.
0: I mean, pounders. 16 You know, super magnum bulldog. So he needs a heavy line. So he needs a bigger spool capacity. Like, he's doing a different thing every single day um, than probably the way we're going to be fishing with smaller lakes. River fishing Like the, the Mike Keys Type of way Yeah The way Mike Keys fish And Spencer fish Are two different
1: Animals Completely if you I'm gif- excited to see them Fish together
2: If you want to look up Some like really good I want
0: to get together With those guys I already told Spencer I was like When Mike gets together Or comes in town Like we gotta like Get a beer or something Yeah just, like yeah, just
2: <laughs> Hey we'll meet you We at, should do a fucking podcast We'll with meet you them, at dude. Fucking dude, that'd Denny's be so cool Oh I'm gonna work on it, um, work on it. I'll
1: pay them <laughs> <laughs>
2: Have you ever have you ever heard yeah. of have you ever heard of Doug Wegner? No. Look on YouTube and my just look uncle up, is Neil Wagner. He's next. We gotta have him on. Look up Doug Wegner. <laughs> he W-E- might charge e- us. And when it comes to the way that we like to musky fish, like he's got a whole video series that is kind of dedicated to Lake of the Woods, is kind of like where he, he guides Green Bay. That's his main place that he guides, which is a lot like the, the same way that Spencer does it. But part of the year he takes a couple of weeks and he goes up to Lake of the Woods in Minnesota and he guides out there. And the way that he fishes in Lake of the Woods is a lot like the way that we target Tequamina River, the way that we target a Winya and things like that. So, like, if you want to get some really good tips, like and he's got a lot of instructional videos on leaders. How to, you know, how to tie leaders. What Doug si- Wegner, you said? Doug, Doug Wegner. Okay. And his videos are phenomenal on the teaching side of it. Like some other, some other, like, and he's really big and he's primarily into, well, I mean, his guy business is his main business, but his social media side of it is huge. And that's how he got started. That's how he got he got kind of big into it what and became a big name in the musky world was like through his social media stuff. Like Spencer, like Spencer's primarily a guide first and foremost. Right. And most of the other stuff is that, that whenever he's featured on social media, whether that be YouTube or Instagram or wherever it is, he's usually guiding somebody who is of a, you know, a Mike keys or mm-hmm. Jim Sarek or somebody else who's big in the musky world. So he's normally guiding somebody, but he doesn't normally run his own social media stuff. Doug Wegner is a primarily like his big thing is the social media side of it. Right. So you can find a ton of instructional videos. You can he talks about everything from like how to fish a bulldog to how to like uh, what kind yeah. of leader to use and win, even to
0: how to repair a bulldog out the water without how to, fucking like melting it together. Like right, he's su- really cool stuff. Super, oh, I think I've seen super like good, that. Yeah. but he
2: talks about rods and reels. Like what kind of rod? Are you using for bucktails? What kind of rod are you using for for bulldogs? What kind of rod or what kind of reel setup that he's using? Electronics, his boat, like he he's got tons of videos and they are all phenomenal. As far like the Doug Wagner is behind Spencer Berman, behind Spencer and Mike Keys, Doug Wagner is like right there with like top musky guys. I need to I need to meet in my lifetime because like this dude is. He's professional man. He is as good as yep. it gets when it comes to, I, if anything, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to go and put one above the other or anything like that, <laughs> but he is as knowledgeable as, as Spencer. Spencer's super knowledgeable. He's probably the, the smartest guy I know on how to fish St. Clair muskies. Mike Keyes might be the smartest guy I know when it comes to fishing. Small rivers. Back, back, and backwater, uh, you yeah. know, backwater muskies when it comes to like fishing kind of. The Green Bay, Wisconsin stuff. It's going to be Doug Wagner. You know what I'm saying? So like, go and research Doug Wagner. Yeah. Like, so I don't mean to pl- I don't mean to shamelessly plug this dude. I don't even know him, but like, I just thoroughly enjoy all of his stuff. I learned so yeah. much from watching his yeah. shit that like he's so good at, at but, uh at so at, at I, helping you understand how to work this. I'll stuff. be the first one to promote that 13 reel.
0: Very happy with it. Yeah,
1: it was amazing. I love mine Very happy too.
0: With it, so looking forward to doing that honor to Kwamin and trip we talked about last week. Yeah. So. Real quick, we can talk about that. That's officially booked. We, uh, we yeah We are uh, dates are booked, camping sites booked. I will put we in my leave. We going so
1: it was so with that thirteen fishing reel. I was I've been talking to Greg, my buddy Greg. Um, not uh, fishing complete, Greg. Um, <clears throat> I've been talking about like going musky fishing with him. He's like, I'm not buying a setup. I'm not spending that type of money. I'm like, dude, I already bought two reels. I, I might as well buy two rods. You can just use mine. He's like, they're so big. I don't want to throw them. And I had him throw my, my lighter rod with the 13 fishing reel on it for a little bit. And he's like, I love this reel, man. And I was like, well, hey, uh, that's the reel that's going to be going on my backup musky rod. So uh, how do you feel about that now? And he's like, oh, I'm ready. He's like, I'm good. He's like, I'll use this all day. This yep. thing is nice. Yep. So, so one, of the ways,
2: one of the ways I taught my daughters how to use a, a bait casting reel was my musky ear. It's yeah. easier to use. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Muskie shit is easier. The yeah, line is it's, heavier. Yeah. It's harder to bag. The, the lures, the lures are, are heavier, heavier. Yeah, so they're yeah. easier to cast. Yeah. they're a little bit more difficult to crank in, but like the setups are not. It's the same fucking thing as throwing bass gear. It's just you don't you don't get nearly as many backlashes,
1: yeah. dude. When I when I saw so the thirteen fishing has that different magnet than what I'm used to. You know, it's got that switch underneath. You hit that switch and the whole thing pops yeah. open, dude. It scared the shit out of me when I when I when I hit that switch the first time because I was like, Where's the side yeah. magnet at? And I popped it open. I thought I broke it. Like, I was oh, So shit. upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For like ten seconds, but, I was like, What yeah. did I do? So like,
0: yeah. Anyway, so no no muskies on the trip, but I, I was happy that all the gear worked good. Some of my new well, lures were sweet. So yeah, it was good. Your so, guys' gear work really good? So, Jimmy's got some, <laughs> some issues with some gear. How did we know that you guys would have uh, some stories to tell? Because
1: so, I'm there. Come on now. So,
0: tell your, tell your terrible stories from the wind. Well, one, <clears throat> one before you get into that. Yeah. So, Jimmy and Jason owned up to their Polar Plunge.
1: Yep. So, yep, good job with it.
0: that. Yep. That was... Uh, Cold. I'll get the... Uh, I haven't posted the GoPro video yet, but that was pretty good. Yours wasn't on. You turned yours off.
1: Mine fell off
0: immediately. I know, but you put it on your head. I already had it running, and then you like, I see your hand come up and you go click, and I'm like, what the
1: fuck did you do that for? I must have just been adjusting it. I have no idea how a
0: GoPro works. So yours was off, but Jason's was on.
1: Yeah.
0: Pretty cool video of like when he jumped in, and all of a sudden you see like that tannic water and stuff. A lot of, a
1: lot of mouth breathing. Um, so, Goddamn mouth breather. Dude, it was cold. It was, uh, it was all nine times. It was cold. I'm really, really glad that I didn't do, um, the actual polar plunge. 9 in the actual because it probably would have killed me. Um I don't so I'll never do that again in like in in like January cuz like I don't think my heart could take that. But yeah, when I came out my skin was buzzing is the best way to describe it. It burned, but it was so tingly. It felt like my skin was just vibrating. I like I I felt so good. I felt like I could run a mile. But I felt like I ran two miles. So I was like exhausted, <laughs> but like ready to go for more. And my skin burned. So it was it was a very it was it was a very interesting thing. But um I appreciate everybody who uh bought merch from our website and uh supported us and made that happen. You know, I would gladly uh I, I, I was I was happy to do it and it was it was an experience. So nice. But yeah.
0: So that was cool. So what other uh, terrible stories? Well, have? it
1: started on. F- well, one, ho- hold on. Okay. Here
0: we I want to talk about this video a little bit. Yeah, this uh, polar plunge. How you stopped and you pushed Jason in. <laughs> yeah, we kind of. kind <clears> of <throat> hoed out there at the end. He was going so- full Monty to jump in. And then you stop, push
1: him in, and then you just kind of fall so in. So this is. The- so here's Like what a I bitch. Ha- so he's like, do you want to hold hands and run in? I was like, yeah, absolutely, buddy. And so what What I had planned and what had actually happened were completely two different things. So we both ran together. I was going to shove him in and then walk towards Keith Stanton's like really good camera and go, yeah, no, I'm not actually doing this. And then turn around and dive in. But that's not what happened at all. Like, So I pushed him and then I waited a little bit too long to push him. I was a little bit closer to the edge than I wanted to be and I my fat ass fell in the water.
0: <laughs> it was something to see.
1: <laughs> and then so like there's a there's a part like one of my polar plunges bob kicked me in. And dude, I it wasn't a hard kick at all, but I went down and I hit a rock like right on that soft spot of my side, dude. It hurt so bad. Was, I, I meant for you to hit that rock. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I was aiming for it, it, dude. It hurt so bad. I, I like like I, it didn't cut me or anything like that, but it felt like I sliced myself open with like a zebra I muscle say or something. Sliced
0: open your kidney or
2: something?
1: Yeah, I sliced open my kidney. Uh, you know, it's just, just like still in the
2: lake, just like broken glass. Rumor is it's
1: still out there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, like if you if you shattered a glass and then didn't clean yeah, it up. Yeah, and then
1: stepped I cleaned on it up
2: and then broke it. I
1: just didn't do a good job.
2: <laughs> the way
0: to <they'd> do it. <laughs> All right, terrible stories. What happened?
1: Well, it started on Friday. Um, we pulled in on Friday, and you know the first thing I like to do is I like to see what the vibe is like and see who who who, have, who all's been out and you know what they what they've got to say and you know say hi to everybody. There's a lot of people I haven't seen since the year before, and so I talked to Bob first and. Bob's like, yeah, no, we're doing really good in four feet of water. That's where you want to target. And I was like, okay, cool, four feet of water. And I go to talk to Brian, and Brian said the same thing. And so I tell Denny, and I was like, all right, we got it. They told us four feet of water. You got to trust these guys. They know exactly what they're doing. And we're fishing four feet of water. And Denny, who doesn't know you guys quite well yet, he goes, hey, Jimmy, I want you to look where they're at. They're not in four feet of water, bud. And I was like, no, 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 no. They said four feet of water. I was like, you got to fish. You got to trust it. And we caught fish. We did catch fish. But he's like, why are, why are they? Uh, they're all a lot more shallow than four feet. Like, what's going on there? And I was like, I don't know. They, they they do that. It's probably a habit or something. They're here. They said so. And uh, we started getting closer. Saturday, we, 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 were, we changed our approach. We did catch fish on Friday. Um, Saturday, we changed our approach. And we started going a little bit closer with the trolling motor. And we got in a little bit of a situation to where we went too shallow in the wrong area, and we got stuck. And we're, like, we're really putting that trolling motor to work to get us out of it. And it did get us out of it, but then we, like, stopped moving, but we weren't stuck. And we pulled the trolling motor up, and the prop's gone. We're like, where's the prop? And then it floats up to the top, and we found the prop, and we... uh we were not able to use the trolling motor for the rest of the weekend. Everybody was closed for that weekend for whatever reason, and we were not able to find parts. So, but we mm. made it work. We caught some fish. So we had a good night weekend. Your
0: trolling motor breaks. The, yeah, the second, about the second day, lake. but the first first no. thing that morning. Yep. There's something about trolling motors breaking recently on this this trip. I, my, my mine mine was fun. good. Mine worked fine. was good,
1: dude. Those Jersey boys that were there were hauling ass in the water, man, all over the place. Like, they they gave no... Check about Bob. Whoever he had with him, the ones from New Jersey. Oh, I'm
0: like... What, what, one, what do you mean by Jersey boys? And two, like <laughs> who the fuck
2: was you talking about? These, these guys are like fifty-five, or they're like sixty-five yeah, years they're old from like, New Jersey. I'm they're, like, oh, okay. they're from New Jersey. So they, they were like, not like New, they're like not like fake tan New like Jersey boys. Yeah, like, <laughs> who the they, fuck you talking about?
1: They came flying past us by oh, yeah. Bass
0: Cove. Well, they, that boat sits so shallow, and that. Literally, that props at six inches under the water, so like they're, they can fly. And, and that's like,
2: I guess they're a little. They might be. A, Bob is not, but the rest of them might be a little bit less experienced on the water. So they're like, eh, yeah, no stumps here. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's yeah.
0: a thing. Like, you hit a stump with that motor. Like, if it's not locked, it just kicks up. Half time, you may not even break that's a fair. shear pin. Like, that's fair. It's not like having a big motor. It's a different world. Like, honestly, a setup like that, like the setup that Brian and David have, is honestly ideal. Ideal, yeah. Because like. You can haul ass across a lake. You hit a stump; it's going to bump up, and odds are you won't break your pin. Or if you do break your pin, it's a super easy fix on the water, and you're back in the game. I,
2: I honestly like Denny's boat. Like cause I, I think is, Denny's yeah. boat is like perfect for that yeah. kind of water. Like, it is. We've we talked about that for that, years for that, for that like, lake. But my well, my boat in in your boat might be they sit just a little bit too deep.
0: Oh yeah, my for boat definitely. Boat, you know, if I didn't have that that before, I had that river mapped out. Like I would hit stumps every year. Yeah. But now I have it mapped out so good. Like, I was damn near motoring on plane, like, all the way out. Like, I'm fucking zigzagging. And I remember Keith was, like, trying to follow me the one day out. And I'm like, don't follow me. Just go. Like, you're good in your boat. I'm in the channel. Yeah, Denny <laughs> Denny was like. Somebody
2: followed. I think you guys followed me back a couple days. Yeah. And I, I, I was zigzagging. As I'm zigzagging, I'm following the channel. Like yeah. I, we have it mapped. I haven't mapped completely, yeah. so I'm follow, I'm staying in ten feet of water. My I'm like, what my, the
1: hell are these guys doing? Are my, they running from us. Like, no, my my depth finder. You guys are in some shit.
2: You should not have been. Yeah, my depth finder doesn't change. It <laughs> yeah. stays right around nine to ten feet the whole time as I'm going through that channel on the way back. And it's like I would notice that you guys are behind me, but you're not really following. You're like no. Oh, you're probably wondering what the f- is this guy hammered or what? <laughs> no, I'm following. I the mean, river yes, channel he is, back. but. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, we didn't do that. We just. Uh, yeah. We had a good weekend though. They had fun. Uh, they, yeah. they they love coming up.
0: Um, that uh, highlight of the weekend was Greg's smoked mac and cheese. Oh, dude! He, I've heard about it from multiple people now that that shit was on point, and It was it was
2: good. Dude, I they had, polished off two pans of that. Like oh, that was like, like like nothing. I went back. Yeah, I was gonna have my kids like were talking, about and that I'm like, for two oh days. shit, that's
0: gone. Like he did a really. Tell him next with year, that. prepare that a little cool. bit better, and make a third. Third tray, yeah, for sure. Like, don't fuck up next year, or you Who, might be out. What that is, that, that's, like a th- that's like
2: a thing now. Like, he needs to, like,
0: he's locked in
2: to he, smoke he, mac and cheese in. every year. Jerry's, yes. Next year, we might even get you guys in a cabin. No, no we, we like the camper. <laughs> no, um, was it
1: Jerry's brother that's there that helped cook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, what's his Ed. name? Ed, Ed yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, Ed came up to me and like, he's like, Jimmy, this, this Mac. He's like, this mac and cheese, it's it's phenomenal. He's like the textures of it. Like he's like like really complimenting Mm me. And I was like, Man, that means so much to me, but I I didn't make this. (laughs) I was like, I I would really like to take credit for this. Uh uh my my buddy Greg made this. Um That was good. So but yeah, no, he's you know, and he was sitting across from me. He's like, like, I appreciate that.
0: Good job, so. old Greg. Old Greg. Old Greg. Yeah, I'm old, old yeah, Greg. Yeah, fish fry was a was a success. Dude, um, I tried
1: to get Jerry to use that black pearl spices and he looked at me like I was insulting him. <laughs> yeah, you don't
0: you don't fuck with Jerry's method. Like every year he does something different. Like this year they did pork rinds. Yeah. Um, one, I think last year he tried Cheetos or something like that. Like yeah, he always he tries something a, bit like something different. Then he'll do like your normal drinks batter.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I don't told fuck him, with the cook. Man. I was like, hey man, I brought some really really good sp- spices to use on this. We'll do that uh, on our own. And he just <laughs> stared at me, and I was like, oh, okay, it's I will like, just do the what the you want to, my my to, my my to do. <laughs> so, oh, Let's do kneecaps. everything you want to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was good though. We did not podcast up there because we suck.
2: Dude, it was it, on on the uh on the the hoopla side of it. It was a little bit it was a little, it was very tamier. I learned that
0: having Jason Fish with me was a bad idea cuz he's like me and there's nobody to say let's go in. <laughs> cuz both him and I are like let's keep fishing until dark. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, I normally had, like, Dad, or I had you that would be like, oh, let's go back and get dinner going. And I got Jason saying, like, let's do one more pass through here, or we're, let's hit this spot one more time before we go in. It was and, like, every night we're coming there. in at, like, 8.30, it's dark, and then we and then we got to cook. The best yeah. night was, like, the night that we ordered pizza ahead of time, and I came back, and we didn't have to cook. We just warmed up some pizza. Yeah, Jason. But we got back. We were so tired. Like, we didn't play cards any night. Like, the one night, I think it was the first night, we stayed up a little bit later. Besides that, like we had a fire a couple nights, but man, I was like 11 o'clock. I like, am out. There's some, it's a tamer crowd now, but like there's nights where we'd stay up till two, three in the morning and like, wake up the yeah, next day we, feeling like we'd
2: shit. Play, <sighs> we'd play euchre all night or we, you know, we'd get yeah. fucked up and like, and, yeah, yeah, none of that, none of that happened this Dude, year. It was really tame.
1: So Sunday, it rained all day. And I had been, so one of the meals that I had over deer camp, I had Greg bring to fish camp. And I don't
0: want to talk about it. That shit looks so gross, man. It was so I'm good. sure it was good.
1: It, it looked. You're talking like, about it, the meatballs, you guys it, had me. I deleted looked, that from my Instagram because of you guys. But yeah, so it, it's it, basically. It did not look visually so, appealing. So it was a bad. But I'm angle. sure it was good. It's, so, it's so what a it is? Bad angle. Bad <laughs> angle. It's, it's, mushed. Fuck. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it was not mushed, but so it's it's venison meatballs cooked in uh, cream of mushroom soup. And the tiniest bit of sour cream. And then you put it over white rice. I'm sure it's it was good. So, I, it, again, I'm
0: sure it, it probably so tastes super good. good so, anyway, But it's almost like uh, what's that shit Molly used to make? Shit on a shingle. Yeah. It looks like barf. That <laughs> shit is the bomb, <laughs> oh, though.
1: Yeah, you'll eat it up. Yeah. So it, it, it rained. That kind of looked like barf, too. It rained all Sunday. And we're like, you know what? We're going to make the meatballs today. And I had three bowls of these meatballs. We're, we're talking probably 15 meatballs, and these are like inch and a half Is thick meatballs. You slept all day? I went to bed at 4.30 p.m. <laughs> Jesus. And woke up <laughs> We didn't see
2: you that last day.
1: I, and I was like, up,
2: what happened to these guys? I
1: woke up the next day at <laughs> 7 a.m. I went into an absolute food coma. <laughs> Sunday,
0: was, uh, Sunday night was decent fishing. That was a night that Adam caught a bunch of fish. Yeah. We caught... The morning time was kind of shit. We caught a couple of fish, I believe, and then the afternoon was pretty slow. But the the nighttime, like it turned on when we, like I think we had caught like ten. I know you guys said Adam caught four or five. You caught a couple. Like it turned on Sunday night while you're napping.
1: Yeah, well, it was raining. <laughs> um, Dude, we were fishing in the rain. I got I gotta, you got rain gear. I got to call Greg out real quick because the day we did the bait the uh, the Lakes Area Bait Shop podcast, me and Dan went fishing. And it was it was like a light drizzle while we were at the shop. So I I bought some frog togs, like the the, the twenty five dollar set. And it was uh, I don't I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast or whatever, but those frog togs didn't last five minutes. I literally <laughs> I put them on. They're not great. I walked to Dan's boat, and as soon as I stepped in his boat, you just hear a <laughs> it ripped all the way up my inner thigh. Oh Jesus! So. I bought some nice frog tog pants this time at uh at Frank's on our way up to Winya. And I have that Afco uh that rain jacket and I'm I'm telling Greg that he needs to get some rain gear. So he does the same thing I did. He bought the cheap quality ones. And he goes, Yeah, no, you made a you made a pretty big mistake with those frog togs. You didn't pull them up all the way. If you let those sag at all, they rip. They rip oh, yeah. immediately. Yeah, they're like a paper bag. So <laughs> we 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 get the frog togs. And Greg puts on the, that frog tog set, and as soon as he steps out of the car, so like he, they didn't even wait last two minutes. No, he stepped into the car. As soon as he stepped into the car, <laughs> and he and I was like, hey, I was like, Greg, did you have those pulled up all the way, bud? <laughs> and, and he just starts laughing. But yeah, those uh, those frog togs did not last. At so all.
2: the best thing, the best thing that we ever did was went out and... In- you were, we, we had messed with the frog togs and messed yeah. with the cheap ass Walmart paper, like, like garbage the bags, garbage had,
0: bag, ponchos, bullshit
2: ponchos and all the other things. And we were like, it was just, we would come back soaking wet. We're like, this is doing nothing. I remember
0: one of the years we went up there for the week. The forecast was like four days of rain and we got up there on Monday and we're like, we don't have shit for rain gear. Like what the fuck are we going to do? We can't spend four days not fishing. So we went into Walmart and bought the ponchos, and the first night we come back from fishing and litter, our clothes are soaked just as bad as the fucking ponchos. <laughs> like
2: they're more wet than the ponchos. Absolutely <laughs>
0: terrible. And I want to say like we went back the next day and bought something something different. Like I don't know how we made it through the rest of the trip. I don't know. Yeah.
3: What were but you I know. But
0: like that next year we came up prepared. That was, uh. the, well that was when we switched over to Frog Talks, the Frog Talk bibs, which were better. The for, the Frog
2: Talk bibs. I will say last a while. Yeah. The, the cheap frog talk like rain suit
0: is, is trash. Yeah. But the bibs were actually legit. They were like 80 bucks or yeah, something
2: like
1: that. Yeah. Those were legit. I and then $50 pants. That and then, frog talk makes and then within
2: like the last couple of years we bought, uh, we bought both of us all, all both me, Ryan and my dad all went to Cabela's and we bought Cabela's guide wear rain gear. So rain bibs, like the insulated bibs. And then we bought the insulated jackets as well and i'm telling you like it's paid itself off time and time again like just it, like they're they're expensive like they're 250 bucks for a top 250 bucks for a bottom but, five, but for $500 like i'm not afraid of rain at all and i wear those i wear those bibs even when it's just a little bit even when it's cold out it's cold out like they're great at stopping wind and stuff like that like i wear them pretty often in early spring fishing wait and late season fishing like i wear them all the time so like yeah the the guide wear stuff that I was wear that I wore was like I wore them every day. Mm-hmm. I, up there I I wore them damn near every day and they were a lifesaver up there. I wore them two days.
0: One day it was cold and then the, the last day when it rained I wore them.
2: Yeah. And they're super comfortable and like I they have tons of pockets on them so yeah. it's like I don't mind Best wearing Best investment them because,
0: honestly. If you want yeah, to like really good you want to be prepared to fish in the rain like don't waste your money on anything else.
2: and we did. We wasted our money for years on all kinds yeah. of like the cheapest, it's an investment. The like they're, way to they're, do they're they're heavy they're duty. They're gonna
0: if you take care of them, they're gonna last a long time. Yeah. yeah. And at a minimum, the bibs. I mean, you can get a off, you know, a jacket, a different rain jacket, and probably be okay. There's like, a lot of times. Mm-hmm.
1: We, yeah, we're just fishing in bibs where we're wearing the bottom just to keep the over. wind off you. Is that what you were wearing at when you Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Those. I, I mean, they're
0: complete. Like they're gonna block any wind from coming through. So on those cold days, like I was fishing in that just with a hoodie. Yeah. And I was pretty comfortable. Okay. But when it's raining, then you throw your jacket on, and then and then you're good. Yeah, but, if you're
2: going to yeah. spend any money, buy the bibs first. Yeah. And then the weather did not whatever rain jacket you. want The weather
0: to wear. did not cooperate. Like it, the forecast
2: led up for two weeks before, like it always does. So I'll I'll say this about it the the the, the shitty weather, like drizzling rain, windy, half ass cold, high forties, low fifties, whatever it might have been on any given day. Only added to the fishing though. Oh yeah, like it was like 100%. it was the right amount if, of like the wind was the wind up r- the wind wasn't super high, so there wasn't a ton of chop, yeah. but it was like a little drizzly, rainy type, coldish yeah. type. It not not ideal. And then sometimes like a, a, like a slow and steady rain, but it was like it, we caught fish in that shit. And like I was, think it was that second day it rained. There Dude. was one day my my daughter. I think it was the
0: second morning it it rained. And we're out there, and it's raining pretty steady. And, like, Jason and I, were catching fish after fish after fish. And I was like, dude, I told you, fish in the rain, man, 100%. Mm. Sit on the couch, you're not going to catch shit. But I have caught, I mean, more fish in the rain up there
2: than anybody. Yeah, my my daughter was, like, I don't know what the hell she had, bronchitis or something, man. She was hacking up a lung. And I was like, all right, I don't want you going out, you know, stay in bed. And she was all for it. She was like, yep, I don't want to go out in this shit. So, but... Uh, in in the uh, in Adam and Isabel were like, yeah, we're just gonna stay in too. And I was like, all right, cool. You guys keep an eye on Gabby. I was like, I'm gonna go out though. You know, like got plenty of daylight left. There's nothing going on. I'm bored out of my mind. I read through my Woods and Water magazine like 17 times. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go out and go fishing. Like, you guys cool with it? And they're like, yeah. So I went out and I went fishing. And it was raining. It was shitty out. And dude, I hammered them. I hammered them like I, I was catching like I was taking pictures and sending them back to camp and like the, my kids were getting pissed. They're like, all right, come back and pick us up. I'm like, nope. That's funny. <laughs> nope. I'm on the other side of the lake. It ain't happening. Nope. But either way, like, yeah, we had a we had a great time fishing. My only as far as my trip is concerned, <coughs> hmm. like I, I was fishing four people out of my boat. So I was fishing both my daughters and my oldest daughter's boyfriend. So he's fishing. I had four people in my boat. And Adam was fishing up in front with me. Oh, Jesus. So it was like, I had both girls in the back and I had me and Adam up front. And it was like, it's only a 17 foot boat. So it's not like super large or anything like that. So it was, it was a kind of a chore. And like, I like to get into some backwater stuff. I like, I like to get, I like to get off the map. I like to, I've fished that water so many times that I like to fish. God, everybody normally fishes the same kind of spots and you know where they're at. Everybody mm-hmm. knows where they're at. But I'm like, I'm gonna get into some different stuff. And I tried that a couple of times. And fishing four people on the boat, like me being the captain of the boat, I'm managing four people fishing. Like I'm either netting fish or I'm trying to make sure that nobody's getting hung up on stuff. And if we're, you know, so I'm not. So I, I after like two days of doing this, I was like, all right, we gotta do the easiest kind of fishing possible because I, I can't. It's, it's nothing but me. Like just managing yeah. fishing when we get into water that's really tough or in the sump field or something like that like I can't I can't take you guys up into there and then like man in fish myself at all like I literally I can get up in there and then I'm I'm just making sure nobody's getting hung up and if you are I'm getting a, you unhung up yeah. and whatever it would be so it, it became a chore and I was like, you know what? <laughs> We're just going to fish the easy way. I want to get you guys on fish. So I would just do you know. the same kind of stuff that we would normally no do. I was everywhere. like, where are the fish at? So I'd find the fish. I'd get on the fish. And then we caught fish. It was like, it was a great weekend. We had a lot of fun. Like, it, all we did was we caught fish all weekend. But we yeah. didn't fish but three spots you know, yeah. the whole damn week. But it was... Um, There's no
0: fish up in the stumps this year, anyways. I don't know why. It was fucking weird. I noticed that. Dude, I went up there twice and fished it heavily, and we didn't catch a single fish up in there, which is insane. That I mean, normally Bob and I go up there and that would be a hot spot. And I mean for a lot of people it'd be a hot spot. Even Brian and David said like they didn't catch shit up in there. It was weird.
1: We didn't either.
0: We
2: we had a solid wind coming out of the east. Yeah. All week. Yeah. So like But that was normally the wind we liked, though. We we normally like that wind because it doesn't blow us into the stumps. But at the same time, I I feel like it was pushing most of those fish to the other side of the lake. Because that's where all the fish were caught. Yeah. And so kind of going back to, like, or or I just have one quick story about that. So it was kind of funny. Like, that very first day, we get out there and we get on the water. Everybody's, like, super excited. The kids are super excited. They're ready to get out there and, and cast their first lures. And this is the first time Adam had been out on Lake, on Lake Winya. So we get out there, I get into the spot. The normal spot that we all go to in our first shot was get a fish on the boat type thing. We, we go into that spot and literally maybe four or five casts in. Adam hooks his first pike. first pike ever. Nice. never I mean he he's, 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 he's bluegill cool. fishing and stuff as a kid, but he's yeah. the first one. that's a nice 26, 27 inch fish. We net it. He takes some pictures and stuff like that. Yeah, I've seen him kiss it. it. Yeah, 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 kissing fish and all that other bullshit. But we throw it in the live well. We're like, "Yep, we're going to keep this." So we call like four keepers that night or five keepers or whatever it was that night. And um, but that was the only fish that he caught. Right? Gabby caught a couple. Mm. I caught a couple. Izzy caught one or two. I think. Or actually, no, Isabel hadn't caught one. So the next day we get back out there. Isabel catches one. She catches her first pike. She catches like two or three that day. Gabby catches two or three. I catch four or five or whatever it is. Adam catches zero. Oh, God. Day three, we go back out there, or we go out, back out and we're hitting our spots. Adam rolls another donut, catches zero fish all day. I caught had tons of fish. I was catching bat. I caught fish every fucking day, and I caught them consistently. And, like, I had a great – I thought it was great yeah. fishing. And, and I I couldn't and, – and I'm giving him all the tools. I'm so like – all right, this color, this kind of presentation, like this is what you need to do. And he's fairly new at it, and he's new at a bait casting reel. So he's figuring out some of that shit as he's going. And you know, he rolls two so catches the first a day of fish on day one, day two, nothing, day three, zero. Going into the last day, uh, at that point, Isabella caught like two or three fish. I think three fish. I think Gabby caught three or four fish at that point. I caught probably, I don't know, ten, fifteen fish at that point. And Uh, like we're getting ready to go back out and it's like that drizzly rainy shit that was on Sunday. It was like, it was nasty. It was, it was cold. It was wet. It was not good. And, and I'm like, all right. It's like the last, like, this is like maybe one o'clock in the afternoon, two o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, all right, you guys ready to go out? And they're kind of like hemming and hawing about it. Like, "Eh, it's cold, it's rainy. And I looked at Adam and I was like, are you going to let my daughter out fish you? And he was like, he looked at me like oh, shit. he looked at he looked at me, and he was like, "Let's fucking go." <laughs> he's like, "Let's fucking go right now." And for the rest of that night, that kid—I've never seen somebody fish so hard in my life, man. That kid, he would not stop casting. He would stop i wouldn't even get the boats like put into position yet. Yeah, I didn't have the trolling motor down. He's on the deck. He's casting. Did he get outfished? No, hell no. He caught that last night. What did he catch? Catch seven or something like that. Like. He caught more than anybody else on the lures boat. in like, the water, Good Good man. Lures in the water. Uh, we were up by him, and he caught probably two or three when we were up by Ryan. And, Good for and, him and Jason, and like he was just hammering them, just catching while all while Jimmy was sleeping. So there was you. a ma- there was a magic lure this this year. I'm not going to tell you what it is, and I'm not going to put it out in the air. But there was a magic lure, and this lure, like I caught all my pike on this lure. I didn't catch a single bass on that lure, but I caught every one of my pike with it. And then. Gabby had caught some stuff on some other things, but Isabel hadn't caught a fish yet coming into that first day, and I was like, I took it off, and I gave it to her, and I said, put this on. You'll catch fish on it. Sure enough, she caught three pike, like back to back to back.
1: Five of diamonds.
2: No, this, this lure, no. This lure I, is I jacked up. I think that's on five of diamonds. This is
1: lure weird. is chewed
2: the hell up. Like, yeah. I'll show it to you. Like, it is nailed. Like, some, like they annihilated this lure that last night. When Adam hadn't caught any fish up to that, or he just caught that one fish up to that point, I said, "Here, put this fucking lure on." He fished that lure the whole night, the same lure, caught every one of those fish on there, the same damn lure. See, and I, I like, didn't know oh, have... yeah, like there was definitely. Yep. I didn't have. And I a... had. I had a feeling about that when I bought that lure. I bought it at the fishing show, and I told yep. you, I said, "This is gonna be money up there." What and It did. It there.
1: killed. It. I remember what you bought up there. I know. What you, I know. What you, oh, I know what you bought up there. Um, it was money. <laughs> um, I'll, have, I'll didn't have 10 of them next year. I didn't have a pattern that worked. I I, I started with my white spinner. Um, I caught one on that. I, of course, caught some on my black and, black and white Daredevil. And then I threw that shadow wrap, that blue and orange shadow wrap from Rapala, and I caught one on that. And then I was throwing a deep diving crankbait on Monday. I caught something on that. Greg caught a ton on the five of diamonds. Um, Denny was catching them on black and orange uh, fire tiger work for a while. There was no pattern for us. Yeah. It was whatever, you know, It's just it was, it was, our, we had a we had pattern
0: a- was definitely white, white spinner beat, white chatter beat. And, uh, White spoon,
1: dude. I don't know if I don't know how to fish a chatterbait or whatever, but I have never had anything hit a chatterbait. just slow, steady retrieve. huh? Yeah, yep. you can yeah, feel I'm, them. They, they yeah, well, a, well, a, a lot of yeah, times, you feel the action. A lot I've, of times,
0: I fish them kind of similar to a spinnerbait, but I don't just do. Sometimes I do a steady retrieve, but a lot of times, like I just give it a pop. Pop it. Yeah, and let I've it never... let it fall. The beauty of those, like you don't have to worry about it getting like all fucked up with the with the arm the that a spinnerbait has. So you just kind of pop it, let it fall. Pop it real steady retrieve, like you can do all different types of shit with it. But uh, so yeah, chatterbait, I didn't catch a lot on chatterbait last couple days, I did, but um, I had a uh, wasn't doing really good on the one day, and then it was pretty slow. And then I put on the uh, Daredevil Red Eye Wiggler, happened to have one, I bought it actually at the fishing show this year. The red eye wiggler made by Daredevil. Yep. You ever seen? one? you know? What that lure yeah, is? Greg
1: caught one on that too. It, yeah. So
0: it was all white with a red stripe. So the reverse of the normal red oh, and white okay. Daredevil. Yeah. Dude, I, that was my number one lure of the weekend.
2: No shit. Yeah. I, I've, got was, a, I've got. And I've it was got a, a different, a just a
0: slightly different action than a Daredevil. It just it has more of a wobble than a darting. Yeah. It was just a like a wobble where it just kind of gives a flash off. Of, yeah, it's kind of spit. Dude, that was fire. on fire. Like at one point, I caught like four fish in a matter of ten yeah. minutes, and Jason was like. You got more of those, <laughs> and actually, I did, but not in that color. Um And uh, I know, I know, Jason threw one of those, and that d- it didn't work. But that white was money. the The last two days, though, was a swim bait for me.
1: I've swim never bait. caught anything on a chatterbait or a rattle trap ever.
0: Everything, well, oh, rattle trap same thing as that lipless that you are using. That lipless I slayed. It's, a, with, it's the same slayed.
2: thing, same concept. But I, I caught a couple smallmouth on a lipless. On a uh, like a crawdad colored yeah. lipless, and then all the bass that I caught were on spinnerbaits on yeah. like white. The spinner white baits. spinnerbait
0: was not as money for me as normal years. Jason yeah, was yeah. throwing that religiously. He caught I mean, a lot on
2: that, but for me, it was a swim bait. And then that red I weaved. I find that like on the spinnerbait side of it, it, was the bigger I can make the presentation, the better. So like adding trailer hook and adding ours was the, the opposite, nose. man. When we threw a trailer, we got nothing.
0: Popped the everything. popped the trailer big. off started catching them. It was a weird It was the deer. dumbest thing like I don't know Jason Jason I couldn't figure it out cuz we both started with either like a grub or a kitec on it. Nothing. Take it off, start getting hits. It was just like what the fuck.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was a weird. Oh no, like one of the I best got a couple on black, but for the most part they were white and then
0: one of the best was, fishing years. It was black or we white. We've had up there. And I mean, we always have good fishing years, but that was uh more fish than I've caught. Like I said, we put Jason was keeping track of every fish. Yeah, he was logging all he was logging it. Like I know he's gonna put, put together like a spreadsheet, bar graphs and shit of like how many fish we caught Time each day. A day. Like, yeah. like he was keeping track of the length type of fish. I wanna say he was keeping track of what we caught it on too. Like he's a data guy though. He was nerding out over that shit, but yeah, it was uh it was good.
2: Did you guys work in any top water at all?
0: He was. Yeah, he was hoping for a top water bite. Like That's crazy. Fun. That's fun he, what you do, but he was using a little like prop bait, like a little whopper plopper.
1: I used the whopper plopper. I didn't have anything. Yeah. In it's Denny. pretty
0: early for a top water bite.
1: I, I, the I think that
2: it would have been nice in that area that we were fishing. Both me and you know what we're ta- What we're talking yeah. about. Where most of the time I ran into you in this place, like to fish that without any weather you know, kind of on a calm night. Oh, yeah. On a kind of a nice, calm night. Well, like we did some have top a couple nights where been, it was somewhat calm. Because of how shallow that is in, like, oh, that yeah. kind of area, that would have been, yeah. and the amount of vegetation and lily pads and shit like that would have been fucking money to when run. When
0: I'm up there next month, I'll get some frogs in there, and I'll to, let you know. To
2: run some frogs or zero spooks or something like yeah. that in there or some buzz bait. or whatever. It might like, be so t-
0: choked out you can't even get your boat in there. But two years ago, I took Denise up there, and uh, the weeds weren't up. That high and the water level was so pretty high, so I could get back up in there. I was still catching thirty inch pike up in there in fucking June, the end of June. Dude, the weeds yeah. were pretty yeah. pretty relentless they were this good. year, man. They were good. Like
1: I thought, the weeds were good. Really, man. Yeah. I was. We 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 were. If you know, to know how fish. to fish, yeah. See, that's the problem. I never knew <laughs> yeah, how to do I mean, that. If you're, if you're a piece of shit, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one pathetic loser, <laughs> yeah. No, it was a good. It was no, a good. We, it was a good year. We had a weeds, we had
0: uh, a blast. The weeds were. I honestly thought the weeds were a little low. I could have used them a little bit higher, but it was good because you can get into that shallow shit without with weeds being any higher. It would have been tough to get into that foot of water. Been tough to get out. The trolling motor would have just been chewed up with weeds.
2: You wouldn't have been able to get out. But that that wind was pretty relentless, blowing us into that side of the lake too. So it was like all in all, good trip.
0: Too short, as always. Um, I think I told my terrible story last week, right, with Mark about Jackson's pole i think you did i'm pretty sure i did yeah yeah so that was uh that was something but hey got him a new pole. but
2: yeah it was good
0: it was a good trip i'm looking forward to next year um or next month when i take denise up there right on that's a good time it's always a different fishery uh in the summer whole different animal a lot more weeds whole different you're not throwing spoons
1: up there so
2: we got a uh, We got a trip coming up. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm stoked
1: hope. about that. Are we're you guys gonna, going on that or what? I think they were talking about next year. I don't know if they were talking about this, this year. Not this year? I, Drag-
0: I'm pretty sure they were talking about this year. I'll, we, I'll call call we got because we told them we, them we were openings. going at the end of summer. So
2: we already booked, we already booked our campsite. Yeah. What month is
1: it?
0: September. It's right after Labor Day.
1: Oh, we should be able to. We should be able
2: to. It's
0: do literally it. the beauty event. of this trip is it doesn't cost shit.
1: September's tough. We'll see. I'll, it's, I'll,
0: it's it's literally the uh, the only thing you're paying for is a campsite and the gas to get there. Yeah, and the campsite's thirty bucks a night. It's not it's that, cheap.
2: It's not that far. It's, we'll need
1: a better trolling
0: motor, though. You'll need a trolling motor.
2: Not even really. No. Shit. you could. We can, don't use you a trolling motor, motor much. We barely use it. We motor up and, and then you let the
0: current bring you down. You just yeah, you go yeah. Yeah. It yeah. and get in. Use a trolling motor just to bump down. you back and forth. Okay. Yeah, you don't fight against the current. Like the the current's blowing you out. Into the big lake, and so the, you the motor up to wherever you want, and yeah,
2: the current's super slow. It's not like Detroit River or anything like that. Like it's yeah. it's like maybe two or three miles. It's, it's it's honestly like
0: if you've ever been up into the rivers at Winya, it's it's probably that fast. It's not fast at all.
2: It's a it's a lot like the the rivers at Winya where it can be super narrow, and you can you can stand in the front of the boat, and you can cast to the shore on each side, or there's wider areas where you can damn near cast to. But, but either anyway, like. A fucking awesome trip like that. That to me is next to Winya yeah. is
1: I think they were just worried well, with three guys throwing musky lures in a boat might be tough. That river though, the muskies don't get real do big
0: it. in that river. I mean you, you can we catch throw them but small shit. Yeah, oh, okay. we are throwing like the big MEP spinners like that. Like I, I I'll probably bring my smaller gear. I'll probably I might even bring a bass rod, my pike rod to throw some like large pike lures, some pike spinners, you know. Yeah.
2: That you first like, night, that first night, I caught like a thirty something inch pike, and he caught uh he caught it. That first night, I caught like a thirty something inch pike, and then he caught like a thirty what thirty six inch muskie or something. Thirty, yeah, something like that. It was like thirty six inch. But we were yeah, throwing I like a, I, I mean, was throwing a just an yeah, oversized Mep big. spinner. They were mm-hmm. like Mep's so musky killers. Yeah. You know, nothing nothing huge. Yeah, like you can, you can throw that shit on bass tackle. Yeah. I'll like, have to pick a couple of those up.
0: It's a. Yeah, you don't need anything crazy. Honestly, you could throw daredevils in there, and you probably have a better chance of catching a muskie than throwing some of the shit we have. And
2: talk about, like, a remote area, man, like getting back and getting away from everything and getting away from There's no houses on there. There's, like, a few cabins within, like, the first mile of the campsite. After that, it's fucking desolate, dude, for 17 miles of river. There's not a single house or cabin on that river. We'll
1: bring my 450, and we'll uh, we'll take out a black bear and cook over the fire. There you go. J.K.,
2: no, it's it's gonna be fun. Right? I'm, I'm gonna for take I'm taking my camper from my camping site for Labor Day. I'm taking it from Sheboygan up to there. So we're nice. gonna have I'm going we're gonna have our camper. But um so we already got a campsite and everything is booked and we are we're on to do it. So if you guys wanna do it, let us know and we'll tell you what our site is and then you guys can like book your site and everything. I'll later. talk to them tomorrow about it. It's it's a super yeah. easy trip. And September like, what? It's a day after Labor Day. Okay. It, we're, yeah.
0: That's when we're going up. We're leaving. Through we're like leaving the Saturday. Tuesday after after Labor Day. We're coming back on Saturday, so it's only like three and a half days. Mm. But yeah, it's yeah, so, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, we'll so we'll, we'll end up doing another episode to kind of prep that, talking about that.
1: Okay, that through that. You know, okay, it's just that stretch yeah. right there. That
2: end of the week.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, it is a uh, a trip worth going on. It's a cheap trip, like you said. It's it you get kind of the vibe of like Canadian wilderness up there. That's and, sweet. but it's like you said the campsite's 30 bucks a night and you got the gas, it's only a five and a half hour drive. Yeah, Denny's it's an hour past the bridge. Denny's it's not boat that far. Would,
2: Denny's boat would be perfect for
0: up there. Oh, percent. Hmm. yeah Perfect. Um, and you can motor if you want to go up to the falls 17 miles, you can motor all the way up.
2: Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Like yeah. we've got some areas, we know some areas because we fish it once. We can kind of show you, like, the pattern up there for that time of the year. This time of the year is a completely different time. That's why we want to go this time so we can kind of see. Like Marco's saying, like-
0: though, like, that time of year, like, we got potential. There could be salmon up in those rivers. There could be trout up in those rivers. Like, it could be a yeah. uh, hell of a fishery that time of year as that water starting to cool off, getting later in the year. Like, and after, that's going to be, it could be Labor prime Day, time, like, for just fishing. It may not necessarily musky. Like, we might catch all kinds of shit that time of year.
2: After Labor Day is going to be dead. Right. Yeah. You know, that weekend probably gonna be super busy. But after that, there ain't nothing happening that mm. week after that. Everybody's coming home. Yep. Kids are so back like, in school. Yeah. And... We're going to be up there kind of on our own. I'm, I'm excited about it. I think yeah. it's going to be a good fishing trip of like just getting yep. out and getting away from all the bullshit and being able to like, being able to go out and you know, fuck. We go up that, there for four days and not catch anything. And I'm, I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to yeah. be fun. Well, shit! Like you only you caught those couple pike the first day, and then did you catch anything else? The rest of the I think the, I caught another pike later on in the day. I've, yeah. I've got a few pictures. Well, Look of at Tom. Pike. I caught pike. Tom
0: right wants there. to go back, and he didn't catch a single fish.
2: He Didn't catch a single fish. He's he's like hell <laughs> yeah, he, yeah.
0: He's bro. like I'm 100 percent in. That's it was that. And Mark caught like one or two, and he's 100 percent in. Like it's that type of trip. If it's, you want to go
2: on Superior and you want to go like fish Whitefish Bay and stuff like that, like you yeah. can do that. Like you can do whatever. I know Mark about. and Tom
0: are going to do that because they're big into like salmon fishing and trout fishing. Like they'll be out there. Yeah, they're going to they'll they'll probably catch some more
2: fish this time of year. We got hit with that cold spell and I I think we're going to do a lot better. The camp the camp yeah. part of it was pretty fun too because last year we camped, we all stayed in tents and stuff like that. We'll have the camper this year but like it was you fun. know just just kind of being up there with and it's not as big of a crew as Winya, it's a smaller group of guys. Just hanging out and sitting around a right. fire and bullshitting and fishing. Like we, when we fish, we we leave in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning or so. We don't get up super early, Good. but like we will get out at like nine o'clock in the morning. We're not coming back till dark. So like See, that pack, time of year, that time boat. of year
0: too, dark is going to be like seven. Right, yeah. it's going to be it's earlier. Gonna, that when we went up, dark was nine
2: nine thirty. Like we came back late as fuck. Yeah, but so like I'm we'll, looking forward to that trip. We'll be for on sure. the we'll be we'll be on the boat from you know. From the time we get on the water early in the morning until until dark it's a First cheap day. trip but
0: you got to take time off work so if you don't have vacation time that's
2: the only thing that yeah. can suck it, it's kind of a hardcore fishing trip so like you're not going to come back and yeah. just Take a take a nap for fucking three hours or anything like that. Like <laughs> Jimmy just nap on the boat. You take a nap, take a nap on the boat. Like that's everything is down in the He's boat. Fantastic. That's why we bought a. That's why we, we bought a luggable loo. We bought a shitter for the boat because we're like we, we got to buy another back. one. We got to remember to buy another
0: one. Yeah, we do. Well, we'll stop at Jay's and buy another one because that store is a jam. But so well, you'll have to stop because I'll already be up there. That's true. Well, I imagine I'll probably ride up with Mark and Tom like the little carp. We'll will uh, convoy, convoy, up, there, convoy yeah. up there. Yeah, so. Well, good deal. This has been fun. Well, I think we'll wrap it up. It's uh been a good one. When you was fun, Twamin was gonna be fun. Um talk some barbecuing. It was a good episode, boys. Yeah, boys.
2: One. Boys.
0: Jimmy's falling good. asleep over
1: here. Yeah, I got I get I've been getting work made some mandatory ten hours this week and uh Got make that up, money. I get up at four in the morning, so it's been rough. Gotta make those
0: Bennies, bro. Bennies. So final comments, Jimbo.
1: You just stay sweet out there, and that's all I got. You stay sweet, guys.
2: Keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. What was Mark's line? I really liked his line. Yeah, it was good. I don't remember what that was. Oh, it was gosh, something about you to keep to your it. lines tight and and stay classy or something. Yeah. <laughs> do Listen a,
0: to the end of the episode when you're done with that. Listen to what Mark done. says. It's all a good right. line. Yeah, he's like keep your lines tight and I don't fuck, what was that? I don't know, I'm butchering this, so yeah. Other than that, I got nothing. Get outdoors and don't be dirty.